This podcast was produced in association with FunEmploymentRadio.com. Greetings, nerds, geeks, and gamers. It's a little late getting to the air, but after a busy weekend, here is the official Well-Adjusted Gamer Podcast Electronic Entertainment Expo Recap TM. Dylan Snow made some time to stop by the studio to talk about the grand reopening of Ground Control's original bar space before we go hog wild about everything this year's E3 conferences had to offer. Before that, though, I'd like to say that I've been spending some good quality time with God of War, finally. And boy, oh boy, does it live up to all of the expectations. It is not God of Souls or Blood War, but just a beautiful amalgamation of everything great from the last decade or so of action and adventure games. It feels like Uncharted or Tomb Raider sometimes, but with combat mechanics befitting of the God of War series. Still without being so over the top, button mashing, run-on combos, all that kind of crap. Also gone are those pain in the ass quick time events, but thankfully still in place, is the wonderful remix of Ancient Lore, though this time focused on Norse mythology. Great game. Must play. That is all. As always, thank you for following and sharing the show on Facebook and Twitter, and don't forget to check out all of my family of podcasts over on funemploymentradio.com, like the Market Toddcast or Portland at the Movies, and also the ACPN shows like The Adventure Club or Drunk on Disney and Childhood Remastered. Over here. Come on, come on. Get that weak point. This is the Will Just a Gamer Podcast. Okay, everybody, welcome back, and welcome back to the stage. Dylan Snow from Ground Control from, I don't know, what else? What, what, uh, what's, your, what's your real life title? <laughs> my real life title? Music, music <laughs> aficionado, uh, excessive gamer. Excessive like. gamer, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, but we're here to talk about the grand reopening of Ground Control, the, the original bar is back on the the market and we had a little thing happen over the the last few days e4 what is it educational electro edwardian no that Uh, that can't be it that's that's weird i think there's only three of them something like that there's something about like this this, they show video games at that video games what what are video games what uh, maybe for another podcast but let's start off with ground control so how long has Ground Control been open at this point? A long time, right? Yeah, man. At this point, uh, well, Ground Control started in 99. So, Jeez. So yeah, this is... Coming up on our 20-year anniversary in a this sense. Is a, this is a historic moment in, in terms of Ground Control and Portland at large because they just reopened the original bar because the expansion's been open for a while now, a few months, and now we're back to the door busting of how many games? Uh, over 150 total oh between video god. games and pinball machines. Oh my god! Yeah, and 40 plus pinball in, included in that. Yeah, that's right. It's the most uh, pinball machines being operated anywhere in the Portland metro area right now. Oh my god! It's 
it's pretty wild. It's it a is. lot of pinball. <laughs> I've, I've been there. I went for the, the grand reopening a few days ago, and it's it's so nice. It's so, like, when we just had the the new space, it was great. You have the whole new era vibe of it, and, and that's something I want to talk about, too, the how to com- how to describe ground control to people that that have never been because it's more than just a barcade at this point because there's there's uh, probably not misconceptions out there but when people try to visualize it there's a lot of different ways you could go mentally yeah. when you try to picture it but it's it, it's it was a an awesome vibe but it was often crowded so now that there's more space, people get to spread out, and there's more games. It's it worked out so much better just for flow, for walking up to a game, firing it up, going, moving on to the next one, and like I got to play play everything I wanted. Like it was it was perfect. It was a great experience, and I can only imagine how packed it's going to be now, like on a busy night. Because do you you yeah with, we'll we'll see soon. You limit the. The entrance, the right? The capacity, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Because you do have a doorman. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, we, we've... Uh, well, basically what we did was we uh, we moved from what I would consider like the classic uh, ground control space mm-hmm. that we've been in since about 2004, um, and it's undergone a couple of remodels. Right. But uh, we moved from that into our new space, what we call the expansion, or mm-hmm. now what we're calling the red side of the arcade, Um we moved last year in April, so um, yeah, just about 14 months ago. Yeah. And during this entire time, we've been working on the blue side, the classic side, mm-hmm. that I like to say. Um, and yeah, we we redid a bunch of stuff, made it a lot nicer overall, but we kept the same theme, so it, yeah. it has that similar feel that a lot of people know ground control for. Right. So now we have uh, two unique spaces with kind of different themes, mm-hmm. different feels to them, different um, yeah. different designs for the bar. Mm-hmm. And uh, between the two sides of the arcade now, we're looking at um, 7,000 square feet of video games and pinball machines. Oh, oh it's so good. So, yeah, that, that uh, it more than doubles our old capacity right. um, for when we were just in the blue side. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we've got a ton more space. We filled a lot of that space with games. Uh-huh. But there's a lot more space just for people to move around in yes. freely. Um, you know, the extra restrooms, so there's not oh, that's much true, to worry yeah. about lines. Uh, yep. <laughs> we were stuck with just like two, yeah, um, two restrooms for the last 14 months. So that was kind of rough, but right. um, yeah, it shouldn't be a problem now. We'll right. probably very rarely see lines out the door with all the extra space. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll see how the summer goes. Right. But it's it's super exciting to have um, just more ground control to offer. Absolutely. Not to mention the the additional bar, which mm-hmm. now allows us to serve alcohol starting at noon every day. Was Whereas, that was that the limitation that because of the square footage or something or what? Uh, it was our arrangement with the LCC. Okay. Um, yeah, we we reviewed our minor control plan and oh. basically found a way to just make it work better for everybody. Nice. So minors are still allowed from noon to five. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's exit only for minors after 4.30. Yeah. But, um, yeah, anybody with valid ID can come in and get a beer at our, uh, or, you know, any drink. We have a full bar. Yeah, right. At the uh, at the bar on the blue side. Uh, and that's open at noon daily. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, we're kind of figuring out, like, the full hours for that. It, it may not, that bar itself may not be open. Um, 
late at night on our slower nights, yeah. but it will be open for those daytime hours every day. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the the blue side of the arcade will be open till late as well. Um, it's been really awesome so far, so yeah. I'm excited to see how so today so goes because today's our first uh, our first That's free right. play event yeah. since we opened. <laughs> the the grindathon because like we've talked about setting all the machines to free play and now there's a 150 of them yeah that takes time we, we go through crap. yeah so um in case in case people didn't know we do uh free play every second thursday and last wednesday of the month mm-hmm. definitely one of our more popular events oh yeah and uh, we just made it bigger and better basically yeah it starts five hours earlier now at noon which oh. allows time for all ages to come in yep like previously we just did the occasional all ages free play mm-hmm. but now we're uh we're doing that with every free play. It's still just five dollars. Yeah. So we've got you know about twice the space and games. Yeah, for the um, same low, low price. Yeah, it's kind of a ridiculous deal when you think about it. Absolutely. Because you can you can honestly, if you wanted to, you could come in at noon and play free games for five bucks until uh-huh. uh, you know like two a.m. Yeah. Right. <laughs> God, that's we'll have to design a t-shirt for that for the people that come in and do it like have that it's like the the burger challenge (laughs) (laughs) if you could come in pay your five bucks and stay for the the 16 hours if you can verify that you if you can verify that you put up like a target score on every single game yeah oh boy yeah got on the leaderboard every every game oh that's the ultimate challenge i suppose (laughs) the ground control challenge um there's also that crazy LED wall. Yeah. The, the pass through. Yeah. That we, call it the, we call it the pixel wall. It's, um, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's, it's in the hallway between the two spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, a couple of our owners, uh, built and designed the software for it. Oh man. I mean, they physically built it. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't recall the resolution off the top of my head, but that's, that's the best part is it's like a, oof. 48 by 60 maybe resolution yeah something but it's, like that it's also six feet tall and 12 feet across <laughs> like yeah each 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 pixel is what like three by three like it's crazy it's huge and it's 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 beautiful to see it in motion like honestly and like you said any gif in that resolution is just a gif or gif no, it's it's birthday gifts. <laughs> we we go to the, the zoo to see giraffes. I'm sorry, I should so have not- <laughs> I shouldn't have brought this controversy up. Sore subject, man. <laughs> um, yeah, we I mean we basically built it so that we can just drop in a uh, a new animated graphic um, of that resolution. Yeah, right? So we'll be we'll be updating it over time. Mm-hmm. We've already added some new stuff actually since yeah? since your oh, visit. Man. Yeah, I think my my favorites were the the kind of rain. Mm-hmm. animation and then the the donkey kong the oil drum and mario yeah. oh my god that, that thing's awesome yeah i mean like all these old games lend perfectly for that kind of uh right that kind of display oh so it'll, yeah, be, the, it'll be fun to come up with new stuff for it yeah the possibilities are endless with that that's crazy um a couple of my favorite games from getting back in there first one was lucky and wild yeah, I how often do, not, do you see those? <laughs> I've never. I, I like when I saw it. It felt like I had to have seen this somewhere, sometime, but never played it. Never ever. And it's it's crazy. It's a side by side sit down with uh, mounted guns and mm-hmm. a driver's seat, basically with the steering wheel. And it looks like 
chase HQ equivalent like graphics and gameplay and stuff. So you're you're driving it's 16 bit ish graphics like Outrun or something. But yeah. yeah, it's driving and shooting at the same time, two player side by side, and it's intense. It was yeah. great. The best way to play it is if uh, you know you have one person driving, and you can either you can either like. Uh, fire off one of the guns while you're driving, mm-hmm. or your friend can just sit there with both guns. And yes, just blast, oh, well, blast away at enemies while you're focused on driving. It, it could be a three-player game, like if you wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really awesome to bring that into the arcade. We've yes. never operated it before. No, uh, we we acquired it like three years ago or something. Oh and wow, we've been just like waiting for the right opportunity yeah. to introduce it. No, that one. So we've we've was had awesome. some. Uh, yeah, we've had some really good reactions to, mm-hmm. to no, that. No, that was fun. Um, the other thing that we talked about that day, too, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is back on the floor. Yeah. But kind of to your chagrin and to my just, like, total enjoyment, it's been reset. Like, it was at level 3. Nobody was unlocked yet, and I I died inside. Not <laughs> in a good way, though. Yeah, and, we've, we've got some work to do. Oh, my God. It's like I said, I have not played a virgin machine like that since that game came out. So, like, since, like, 2001, back at Sharky's Pool Hall, back home <laughs> with my buddies, like, unlocking those original core characters. Like, because when that game starts, you've got, like, a four by six grid of characters, and it expands out to over 50 by the end of it, like, once it gets up to level 80 or 90 or whatever it is. So, right. yeah, to, to get in there and be forced to use those, not crappy characters, because they are. They're, they're really good core characters. But, yeah, that, that, was, that was a time warp for sure, more than anything that I've experienced going in there. That's awesome. That was awesome. So, and, like, I know there's going to be the, the other side of people to walk up and say, Oh, what the hell? Like, uh, where's my Sentinel, man? I need, I need this character. I need that guy. It's like, yeah, but well, we need the community to come together and, yeah. uh, and work on unlocking them. Well, now you've got to set up for one of your fight nights and get a couple of those going and <laughs> yeah. have a couple of MVC two throwback tournaments. Cause I'm sure, uh, I'm sure people will work on it during free play. Oh yeah. Way. Ooh, yeah. Free play. I wonder, cause it, I, I can't remember what it registers most because I think it's just pure gameplay. It's not based on credits. It's based on like actual gameplay, matches completed, like beating the the basically the arcade game versus like versus matches. So I don't know what pays off the most because it's definitely different. Than I think the, I think you'd know better than me with this yeah. game. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I remember unlocking stuff on the the PS2 version where you got mixed credit for everything you did. So if you beat the single-player mode, that gave you an X amount. If you played versus matches, that gave you X amount. If you just left the game running in the training mode, you could unlock a character every maybe like six or eight hours. <laughs> so Jeez. I've done all that stupid stuff. But yeah, with the arcade game, it was always like kind of a mystery. We would just show up at the arcade and, oh... Ooh, it's level this now. Oh, look at these new characters. Oh, who's that? What's this? Oh, it was it was great. So I look forward to that. Hopefully it doesn't take I I actually I mean I hope it takes a long time to unlock everything because that was part of the joy is coming back and seeing like new stuff. Oh, oh. We we might get some regulars uh you know, working towards that goal. Right. And just I wonder, like I said, I I don't know how long it takes to get to that point, but hopefully hopefully it takes a while, like I said. Oh, but the next time I go back, it's not at 99, just maxed <laughs> out. That would be very disappointing. 
I'll have to shoulder tap you, have you reset it again. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll have to see. There's Man. maybe you know if if people are getting impatient, there might be something we can do. Yeah. to help. Oh. Again, I'm not super oh. familiar with the game, so right. It'd be nice if there was a like a dual mode to it, where you could just have it unlocked or roll it back to like a certain level or something without having to do it the hard way every time. But who knows? Um, what are some of your favorites now that everything's out there? Ooh, well, there's kind of a mix of of returning classics that we uh, we were holding off on on operating until we brought this space back, mm-hmm. like like Robotron uh, 2084. I mean, I love a good you know twin joystick shooter. You yeah. call them, and uh, Robotron's like the granddaddy of that. Mm-hmm. The it's so it's so hard, but right. But when you like get in the groove with that game, it's mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yeah. I love I love Robotron and. Uh, Burger Time is back. A lot of people are Ooh. really excited for that. Yeah, it's a classic. Um, yeah, I, I feel like we probably should have brought it over to the other side. But yeah, we uh, people have a hunger for the Burger Time. Wow. And uh, yeah, sorry wow. about that. With the puns, I, I didn't mean <laughs> to do that. But uh, I'm excited to see that back. Yeah. Um, a lot of pinball machines, like yes, like Whitewater. I've missed dearly. That I wanted to mention. Yeah. Yeah, we we played a game of that, right? Oh, and it's it's fantastic. I love the little. Sasquatch up there in his yeah. little whirlpool tub. Yeah, and the way I mean, he turns around, hey! <laughs> oh my god! I've been big on pinball lately, so mm-hmm. so like, yeah. Uh, no good gophers is also a really fun pinball machine Ooh. that we brought back. Um, I missed that one. Scared stiff, I think, is one of the first pinball machines I ever learned. Like learned oh, the yeah. rule set for. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really good to see that back. <laughs> Man. Um, I'm excited, not so much for myself personally, but for everybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all of our customers that DDR is back. Oh no. Yeah, that's that's going to be a, a popular machine oh, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Holy it crap. was a uh yeah, people missed it quite a bit and we uh we had a lot of work to do on it, so yeah. we we took the opportunity while we had that side of the arcade closed mm-hmm. to get it in as best shape as we possibly right. can. And we yeah, still, you know, we're monitoring it daily because it's it's uh, such an old game and mm-hmm. you it's hard to find it you know, an old version of DDR being operated anywhere. Right. So I think that we're the only place operating, um, you know, this this old DDR. Oh, wow. Yeah, because yeah, everybody's got, area. like, the, the future expansions and Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds re-releases. Of, of new versions of the game. Yeah. But this is DDR Universe, I believe, which is Man. one of the first. Jeez. That's awesome, though. Yeah. I mean, it's, been, it's, 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 you know, we've been keeping it in good condition daily, yeah. so I have high hopes. Right. <laughs> now... The thing I wanted to to try to express that I've shined on after visiting Quarter World, knowing of places like Dave and Buster's, like your Funworks, your mm-hmm. Playlands, all these different styles of arcades, finally being able to to kind of nail down the difference between ground control and everybody else is kind of like a it ground control is what a future barcade would be like it's it's what i picture in in terms of just like super modern like tron-esque like living inside the the machine is is that that's kind of the the vibe that i get going in there where yeah there's neon lights and flashing lights and you've got like the the war games (laughs) simulation up on the the big screens you've got the crazy like controlled matrix flashing lights of the 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 new bar and then going over the old bar the the stairs going up with the the 
the light strips and everything. Like everything works together to give you like this future retro vibe that I've never experienced anywhere else. Whereas other places go more for like the classic arcade experience. What I remember like walking into an arcade as a kid versus what ground control does that modernizes the experience and makes it something that you would expect from today's society and kind of bar culture and everything. And I love that. I I think that's like the most unique thing about it is it's not business as usual. It's a whole new way to kind of curate these games and and provide that experience that I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah, no, it's, (laughs) it's it's awesome. You know, we're trying to strike a balance where Mm -hmm. we're trying to preserve uh, classic arcade culture and, and preserve the good aspects of the classic arcade experience. Right. But we're, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to bring in some modern elements to that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> nothing super, super modern. Like, right, no. There's all kinds of things that we could do. Um, you know, we're, we're still quarter operated. We're trying yes. to keep prices, um, prices as low as they yeah. ever were when the games came out. Right. So, like, most of our games are just a quarter to play. Um, mm-hmm. You know, anything that is 50 cents was probably 50 cents right when it came out. Right. Like some of our shooters. Like Time Crisis or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we have some... Uh, we have some newer games like um, like Killer Queen, which mm-hmm. we've talked about before, yeah. and we, we're going to have to talk about that a little bit when it comes to E3. Yeah, right. That's huge news. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like basically, we're just trying to strike that uh, that good balance and provide a uh, in, an environment that that offers like more of an experience. Yes, um, something that you perhaps wished the arcades were like when you were growing up. Well, I God, I can't imagine being a kid now and walking in there. It would it it would be such a different experience in the best way because it is. It's it's a way to stay current with the experience and not not just business as usual. Not just it because it it works. It's not like one of those situations where you're reinventing the wheel to a, a lesser degree or whatever. I mean, it it works. It it makes sense. It's like the the natural progression or evolution of arcades. And I love that. <laughs> yeah. It's not um, just a of, bar of, stapled together with an arcade. Like, yeah, we're, we're, there's real thought behind it. We're definitely a classic arcade. Yeah. But we're, uh, you know, we're offering a unique experience at the same time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It, because it is, it's, it's all the classic games, but then like a, a dash of modern stuff. Cause I mean, yeah, you've got like the new Mario Kart arcade game. You've got, the the battle pod star wars the we new just, pinball machine we just brought in this new uh teenage mutant ninja turtles the game ninja turtles game oh boy yeah it's, that thing's it, a monster it is a monster <laughs> it's it's pretty giant and flashy mm-hmm. and it it has the new like nickelodeon art style yep personally i have not kept up on on team nt so oh, i know i they've, like they've that that aspect of it versions. isn't appealing to me so i was a little bit worried when i first saw it mm-hmm. but i played through the whole game um, oh yeah i'm a huge fan of turtles in time yeah my first team nt Yes, like four-player game. Yes, it feels very similar to those in uh, in kind of surprising ways. Like it, it's more faithful to those games than I expected it to be. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's it's got a couple of unique mechanics that's that's new to the uh, the series, I guess you could say. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I actually like it a lot more than I thought I would. Man, and I I've been recommending like anybody who, who's a fan of those old games to check yeah. it out. Oh. I'll, I got to get back on it. Definitely a good one for free play because you can just that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, blast through the whole thing in right. like 40 minutes or so. Jeez, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's what I got to do. 
I, I put that on my bucket list now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will beat that you gotta game. Do, you got to do like all three back to back. Start oh my with God. the first one. And yeah, then go chronological. That's the other GK challenge right there. There you go. <laughs> put that on the shirt. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, good. Um, everybody, get down there. Like like Dylan said, I mean, there's events going on all the time, but the best is, of course, the free play <laughs> on second Thursday, last Wednesday every month. Yeah. It used to start at 5 o'clock. Now it starts at noon. Oh. So we get the chance for all ages. And yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to uh, to see how it goes tonight because free play is happening right now as right. we're recording this. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like anxiously oh. wondering, like, how's it going over Let's there? see how it goes. Hopefully, I mean, there were there were some kids that were waiting outside before we opened, oh, just man. like super excited. Oh man, and that Tapping was uh, the windows. that was really heartening to see. Right, just, like this this much younger generation really excited Hyped to play for these it. classic games. Yeah, no, that is that's awesome, man. Well, it's one of those things with with games. I mean, overall, the the classic gameplay experience matters and is still appreciated because it's good. I mean, it, there's a reason it became such a thing in the first place and for a couple decades it felt like everybody forgot but now we are we're in a renaissance and we've been in a nice comfortable area for a handful of years now and it's it's been great it's a good ride good time to be a gamer (laughs) yeah for sure that comes out a lot um speaking of good time of video games yeah these (laughs) these video juegos e3 the electronic entertainment expo just went down in la i think it wrapped Yesterday was the last day, or well, I think I don't the know last what their schedule uh, is. Yeah, like the last press conference was on Tuesday. Yeah. Um. So, but hell, it all started on like Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've actually never gone to an E three. No, um, I don't know what that looks like exactly now. Yeah. But um, pe- yeah, people were. People have been down there for a while, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there was a lot to see this year. Yeah, I. I don't know. I would definitely like to walk through an E3, but I definitely love consuming it from a distance because it's it's a mass of humanity. It's in LA. I, yeah. There's just so much eh about it. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like I, I'm very satisfied just watching E3 from afar. Yes. I, I like to watch as many of the live shows as mm-hmm, I can, mm-hmm. um, but I get the like older E3 experience by going to PAX and yeah. just walking on the True. show floor there. Or PRG. Playing the demos there. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, and PRG is its own insane, awesome thing. Yeah, right. Ugh. But, um, yeah, every every time when E3 comes around, I get really excited. I put mm-hmm. the press conferences on my calendar. Right. I try to mo- watch them all live. Oh. And I, uh, it's like uh, it's like Gamer's Super Bowl or something. Yeah, totally. It is. It's it's our event of the year. Like, the, the king of them all. And it's gone through its trials and tribulations there's still plenty of memes and <laughs> and stuff that come out of it because there's a lot that's common with the experience of going through this like the the cringe factor <laughs> is the biggest one for me every time I, I forget how quick it snaps me back to it like you just start watching some quote-unquote live gameplay and just oh guys <laughs> just this is not you, you gotta go into talk. every conference with like okay are we going to get a meme out of this? Yes. Is this going to be ready. is this going to be hype or is this going to be a giant crab battle historic <laughs> historically accurate crab battles with weak points or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> I mean it it is it's a a meme factory in some regards, but also like I don't know. I feel like the era of groundbreaking releases 
is kind of over just because the the way the internet is like there's leaks all the time everybody wants to scoop themselves now where they pre-announce everything the week before e3 yeah because they want to be first to to generate some kind of hype but or or like this year sony kind of set expectations by i think about a week or so in advance saying Mm -hmm. like hey we're not going to have a big flashy show we're just going to have an in-depth look at like these four main exclusives that you're already expecting all games that you that you know you've already seen before and are just waiting to see more of yeah and uh yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get worked. into their press conference. It was, kinda, but it, was, it was satisfying, to say the least. I think they're a strong front runner for best of show, like as a as a studio, as a, a standalone presentation. I think. Do you want to talk about Sony to kind of kick this off? We could start with something. Well, let me worse. Ask, let me ask let's, you this: Let's start low and work our way to high, and then we can come back around from there. <laughs> let me ask you this though: uh, How did you feel overall about E three this year? Overall, it was, it, I don't know. I wasn't blown away by anything. There wasn't anything like super surprising. It was satisfying. I think overall is probably like the best word because you, you got what you wanted out of it. Yes. There's things that we still didn't see that are just being ignored and not mentioned, but there was no like excess hyperbole there. There like everything seemed fairly honest, which is different for E3 because <laughs> so used to these trailers that project this promise of oh this is going to be insane this is a whole new generation a whole th-. no they they've kind of stepped away from that finally it's like no people realize when you sell us bullshit like <laughs> 8 months later a, a different game comes out so there's yeah like i said satisfying i think is a good word for it yourself yeah i i had a lot of fun watching um watching the press conferences that I got a chance to, to catch live. Yeah. Um, I just generally, I would say that I was pretty impressed with Microsoft's show this year. Okay. Probably their best show in maybe 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Um, I can, yeah. Thinking back to other ones. Yeah. I can see <laughs> well, yeah, that. Yeah. And like the that's least not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> no, no lucid dreams. <laughs> yeah. I that. mean, but like, but seriously, I thought that they had a great show. Yeah. Um, Nintendo was Nintendo, they yeah. you know, they did what they needed to do. I, I would yeah. have liked to see more reveals, but right. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, Sony, I thought was a mixed bag, but yeah, I, some of the games that they showed that I already knew about are some of the most exciting games to me. Right. Coming out in the near future. Um, Bethesda, I thought was, uh, I actually really enjoyed. Bethesda. Yeah. It was kind of ridiculous. Yes, of course. Uh, it's it's kicking things off with uh, with Andrew WK. Right. But um, the king of hype. I'm pretty much excited about all of their upcoming games. Right. I didn't fully expect everything that they showed. No. Um, Well, and then there's also like expectations that were like kind of left open with them as well in a a, a few ways. But yeah, yeah. Well, it was definitely a solid one. We'll definitely be seeing more from them soon. Oh yeah. But yeah, just in general. yeah, it was it was a mixed bag, but mm-hmm. overall, aren't I, they all? <laughs> yeah, yeah. O- overall, though, I thought it was uh, it was a good year. Yeah, um, it's a solid year. There's there, there are a lot of games that I want to play. Yeah, so. there's a lot of games that I, I see that I want to play, but there's also we're getting to huge critical points of oversaturation with so many things like battle royales, open world shooters, 
the next one is going to be first person RPG shooters because everybody yeah. wants to be Destiny remember, now. Remember when those were like rare treats? Right. And I mean, yeah, you had like System Shock and then Bioshock and then, yeah, Destiny and few beyond that. Deus Ex kind of like the uh, the first one. The later ones are more like Metal Gear than anything, but yeah, no, it's... So, I don't know. We we could start off with Microsoft, low-hanging fruit. They had, like you said, a pretty solid presentation, one of their best in a while. A lot of familiar titles. Like, I've got all their... Not all of their exclusives, but just to run through them real quick. Crackdown is back with Terry Crews. <laughs> Forza Horizon 4, it literally just looks like a, a direct sequel to 3, which is fine. I I think it looks great. It Yeah, I mean, they're... I've not stopped playing three since I got it. Um, Gears five and then Halo Infinite. Yeah. So it's kind of like um, the all the, the major players are there. Yeah, so Microsoft took took an interesting approach this year mm-hmm. because they were just like, hey, we're gonna show you a bunch of games. I think right. they showed like fifty two games. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, it, and it's a and huge it was, mix what, of- like two hours maybe two and a half hours long jeez but uh they just oozed confidence this year yeah and that was really cool to see them um just have an entirely different vibe for their show they're finally Um, in a power position i mean yeah they they don't have have the sales but they have the the performance in their consoles and a solid library i mean exclusives are still a thing i mean but that's that's always a back and forth but yeah, yeah. I I just felt like um, they just had this confidence to show off all of these multi-platform games and be like, hey, yeah. True. By the way, this is the best play to right. best place to play them. Uh huh. And it's uh, from a technical standpoint, it's absolutely true. It is. Yeah. The Xbox One X uh, has a pretty significant edge over the PS4 Pro. Yeah. No hype um, at all. It's it's in in the the numbers. Yeah. Well, and I have them both at home, so mm-hmm. there have been times where I've checked out different versions, and I've been. Um, you know, watching Digital Foundry's yeah. analyses of these of oh, these yeah. new games pretty closely, and I think Microsoft's doing a really good job uh, patching games to oh. you know bring them up to full 4K support. Yeah, um, you know they're they're continuing to expand on their backwards compatibility program. Mm-hmm. Uh, game Pass, which when it first came out wasn't really very appealing to me. I already have a yeah. pretty big library of games. Yeah, but. Uh, they are expanding that in a interesting way, a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Um, for people who don't know, Game Pass is it's like a it's another subscription. Yeah, of course. It's uh, yeah, like be, by default, it's like ten dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, there's a library of I think over a hundred games that you can that you can install while you're subscribed to Game Pass. You're not streaming them. Yeah, no. You are downloading Good. them and yeah. then accessing them. Kind of like the um, PS Plus games. Over yeah, on yeah. Side. Yeah, so but they're always available. It's not if you don't get it the month it comes out, you don't get it again. We're, they're just they're just building this big library. I don't know if um, if like licenses are expiring or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm still pretty new to it, but I finally just activated uh, a subscription recently. I got yeah. a good deal, so well that's like, I check it out. And then I was instantly rewarded by watching the press conference and seeing that Forza Horizon Four and Crackdown Three will both launch on day one on Game Pass. What? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So that's like, crazy. They did that with Sea of Thieves and State of Decay Two, which, you know, not the best games, but big releases. Yeah, they're good, solid. Yeah, I haven't checked out Sea of Thieves yet. Um, 
they're I think going, it's to, be going adding. to be good. Yeah, I, it's I, it right. might be one of those. Right I now, feel it's a like little early access. People got into it and like said that the first five hours were great, and then there was just not much to do. Right. So they announced some uh, expansions to that, <coughs> and uh, yeah, I could talk about State of Decay all day, but yeah, no, that's, that's a, fr- that's that's a frustrating thing. game. But I, yeah. I enjoy it, and I'm glad that I can play it on Game Pass. And um, co-op too. Have you done any of that yet, or still? I haven't just actually like played it the way that it's meant to be played. Yet. Yeah, I have some friends who've been playing it, but yeah. their schedules just haven't lined up. Well, but. once, like, we'll I'll try to reconnect with you if I ever get it because I've got a couple buddies that will probably play, and then yeah, that'd be a good one to try to hook up with because it's cross-play yeah, with Windows yeah, PC and Xbox. And, so yeah, it's so, yeah. it's an interesting game. Oh yeah, but totally. Yeah, they uh, they just added some like they added like Fallout Four and the Division to. Man. to Game Pass, um, not, not not the bad. newest and most exciting games, but but still they they are they're making an effort to improve that, and I thought it was a nice touch to their conference. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and not just first party games too, not just in house stuff. That's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, because that's uh, like I think of EA Origin, and it's strictly EA games. There's nothing else in there, right? Like I think that some of the Microsoft published games are going to be launching like that would explain mm-hmm. crackdown yeah. and right forza and forza yeah. which yeah it's a, it's nice to have that option as that as a way to play those full full games on release day yeah definitely so i i thought that was a nice touch to it's the huge. conference um they are really like going all out right now and yeah. investing heavily in in five they acquired five new studios right and um, which is crazy three quarters of the way through a console cycle like, the next consoles aren't even going to be announced until, like, 2019 or 2020. They did say that they're working on the next oh, Xbox, yeah, which was an interesting move, possibly just in case Sony was going to mention it. Yeah. Like, I feel like they were just saying, like, hey, in case Sony says anything, right. just so you know, yeah, we're working on the next Xbox. We want to stay ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, you guys are working on the next thing before the current things even out so yes it's okay we we get it but it is good to hear it spoken publicly at least (laughs) yeah so so i i thought that it was uh it was smart of them to mention you know to brag about the uh the studio acquisitions because that is it is a lot more meaningful than than some people might think yeah um it's going to lead to a lot more exclusives yes sooner than later right um but yeah, just like that mixed with just the sheer amount of games that they showed off and right. and uh, premieres, like like whether they were something. whether they were uh, exclusive to the Xbox console or not, mm-hmm. just like the amount of games that they were revealing and showing off, just kept me excited throughout the whole thing. Wow! So I was really impressed. Um, I I have. Full disclosure: I have uh, an Xbox One X, PS4 Pro, and a mm-hmm. Switch at home, so I, I wouldn't consider myself like a fanboy, right? But I, I definitely will be playing third-party games, like multi-platform games on, on the, the Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, I, I've noticed the the difference yeah. with the 4K display. That's like myself too. I mean, that's why part of the or one of the biggest reasons for building the PC is that's where the best versions of any of the cross-platform games end up so yeah why wouldn't i like i've i've been a sony fanboy for decades now but it doesn't stop me from turning my back on them to to play a a superior version of the game like for sure and that's i mean yeah console versus pc that's a whole other argument but it's it's definitely fun to be on the other side of the fence now but still going back like i've fired i've got god of war right now 
from Gamefly finally. Mm-hmm. So firing that up and going from that to Destiny and back and forth, it's like, yeah, these are still comparable games. I mean, totally. performance-wise, graphic-wise, yeah. like they're they fit the generation. The PS4 is no slouch. Like it's oh, not no. behind the curve at all. It's they're definitely right there with it, but something like the the Xbox One X like definitely gets closer to what's it's, possible. It's a multi-platform game beast yes. for sure. Oh it's, yeah. It's uh yeah, I mean since since it launched, it has regularly had the best looking or best playing yeah. or both well, version and, of and of good these games. for the developers and publishers to have the balls to do that too to actually uh, without throwing shade without you know because that's the thing it's like you're not talking down on the other versions you're just saying this is a better version you will get better performance and it's not a negative to any of the other ones it's just like if you can this is the best place to play it and yeah it's great it's it's an advantage for them that anybody could have but that that's definitely the future of home consoles is finally the performance of the games not just the pretty pictures who can do the most biggest flashiest no let's see who can actually do it best and deliver on the things so it's it's really nice to see um how many games are coming out with with like different graphical options now yes. presets like, yeah. like whether you're sometimes it's as simple as favor resolution or favor uh-huh. and uh, favor frame that. rate Ugh, and they mentioned it. uh Microsoft mentioned that Forza Horizon 4 will have the 60 frames per second option, mm-hmm. and they'll likely use a dynamic resolution scaler to yeah. um, to keep it locked to that 60. Mm-hmm. So, you the know, like Forza Horizon 3 runs at a, a native 4K and locked 30. Yeah, I would imagine that they'll probably, um, you know, it'll still be higher than 1080p. I'd imagine mm-hmm. um, while in that 60 frames per second mode, right. but the game's going to look gorgeous. Whichever, oh, yeah. whichever way you play it, yeah. and even you know, we're it, just talking about like graphics. It's I I am I was shocked by how much fun I had with Forza Horizon Three as as somebody who's not much of a Forza fan. Uh huh. No, it's it's definitely a a long step away from the mainline series. Yeah, and it, even it, like other open world racers, like it it definitely strikes its own path. And I'm crazy hyped for Horizon Four just because of the setting. Well, yeah, because it's, always, it's in England. It's always now. online too. Oh. That I can live with or without. Like, I don't care about always online stuff either way. Like, I don't care if it's stuck always online like Gran Turismo was. It's it's kind of annoying if you want to play the game offline just for any specific reason. Like, if you don't have access, like your your yeah. internet's down or you're, you took your console on vacation somewhere. Like, that's kind of ridiculous. But having access to online all the time isn't really, like, a perk for me because... I have not, with any of those racing games, actually gone online. Like, I love just doing the single-player stuff. Like, that's all I'm there for. Gran Turismo, on the other hand, like, they're basically forcing you down that path. It's like, no, this is a multiplayer game now. Are you not able to play the game when you're not online? You can, but you is get... Does it just, just you feel get, empty? Or? No, you get bombarded by prompts saying, can't save, can't do, can't this, can't that. Like, connect to the network for this. It's like, Shut up and let me play the game. I know I'm offline. Like, you, uh. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, Forza Horizon Four is a little bit more flexible. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, it's 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 a nice to have, but unnecessary. <laughs> and for my experience, but yeah, it's it it is cool. It's it's nice to know it's there. And if that is your thing, like especially, but Forza, like Horizon Three, it feels too fast and loose with the 
kind of like competitive side of it. Mm-hmm. Like you can race anything against anything and like doing the single player, it's goofy as hell because it's scaling everything behind the scenes and it's doing the driver tar thing. But like, it doesn't matter what car you show up with. It matches your competitors and you'll race against the same car in two different races and they'll be completely different performance wise and like skill wise. And it's just, it's weird to me. (laughs) Whereas you go online and if everybody's driving the same car or everybody's driving different cars, they're, they're more evenly matched because they're within a a performance bracket. But yeah, just getting too into the details (laughs) of it. But yeah, it's, it's weird. I play a lot of racing games. I don't know if anybody listens to this podcast consistently they know i'm i'm sick with that like, well you'll, you'll be a good critic for this game when it comes <laughs> oh, out i hope so i i didn't play the mainline forza game the last one that came out just because i was burnt out on racing games i've been playing way too many so <laughs> uh for horizon 4 like hopefully i can get that one when it comes out i definitely look forward to spending a million hours in it um from there though if we want to jump over to bethesda the the heir apparent or the king apparent of E3. I mean, they had some not no bombshells per se, but lots of good, solid content and announcements. Yeah, I mean, every game that they that they talked about seems, you know, at least pretty solid. Yes. Um, if yeah, like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I liked Rage a lot. I liked the yeah. first Rage oh. a lot more than I think most people did. So you're like number three of seven. <laughs> <laughs> I I uh, I think I took the time to for for the hundred percent completion. Oh which wow, isn't much time, and I think that's what most people complained about with that game. Yeah, it was kind of like a uh, like a pseudo open world game with you know everything could have been more fleshed out. Yeah, but I. I don't know. It just clicked for me, and I had a blast with it. You know, I, played I never a few hours of it, and I mean, I, <clears throat> the only thing, the first thing that really turned me off was the graphics. They they tried to do too much or something because they that engine was foobar. Like I literally it, from the, I thought it looked great on Xbox. 360. It looks great standing still and walking in one direction, but it did this thing where I noticed it the second I spawned into the game at the very beginning. You're looking out into this chamber. You're coming out of like a cryopod. Everything looks amazing. I turned around to look into the pod, and for like three seconds, textures were loading in. Oh no! And it's like, oh god. Did you, did you play it on console? Or? Yeah, I played it on console. I done the PS3. I think that was. Oof. And it was horrible. It was the worst graphical performance experience I've seen. And then, gameplay wise, it was fine. Like I liked what they did with the the AI was pretty dynamic. There was cool things going on physics wise and stuff, but yeah, it just it felt hollow. Like the world felt hollow. It but, it was to an extent. Yeah, it, I it needed an extra layer of depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something. There's I'm, a I'm lot hoping of stuff that uh, that 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 comes in Rage Two. Yeah, Rage Two. I mean, the it looks insane. <laughs> the marketing but, is yeah, yeah it's the marketing bananas. is nuts. I see so many games in it though. And that's that's my thing with Bethesda is that's they're one of the the ones of oversaturation where all these games kind of look the same now where everything's got elements of everything. You know, it's funny you say that because I was looking at, at Rage 2 thinking like, okay, so is this like 
Mad Max plus Doom? Yeah, it's like Doom, Mad Max, and Borderlands kind of smush smush together to see let's be honest that sounds great right so like (laughs) concept wise it's it's cool but it's like i just wonder if once you get in and start playing it if it's just going to be rote and repetitive that oh i've i've done this i've experienced this this is this was done in that other game already not that it's not done better here but is is it necessary yeah we'll we'll have to see just how strong its own identity is yeah and uh well i guess i mean I, I say that, and then I'm the one that played Destiny 1 forever, and now I'm <laughs> playing Destiny 2, and it's basically the exact same game. So, yeah, if if they can nail all those addictive elements of it and the satisfying elements of it, then, yeah, it's, it's, it's set. I mean, it's like Far Cry as well. Far Cry 5 is no different than 4, 3, 2, 1 in, in so many ways and still played through it, still put 60-some-odd hours in it. It's like, yeah. Those, I when it works, it works. The surface of yeah. Far Cry Five. I'm I'm excited to uh, to kind of dig in deeper when I have mm-hmm. the time. No, that was that was a good solid game too. But man, Fallout seventy six. This is a this is a big step. Yeah, it's it's yeah. crazy to just imagine the potential of it, but also the the potential disasters that lie in it as well. I like, know it's like I, I liked how they acknowledged that that their uh, that their games tend to be buggy. Yes, that was a, a funny moment in that, well, in that I, show i just wish i knew if they were going with new engines finally like it it's probably not going to be until the next console cycle that they finally yeah i don't know if they mentioned that for fallout right i was thinking like okay so what was one of the biggest issues with fallout 4 it launched full of bugs yes okay how do we uh <laughs> how do we make a game less buggy mm-hmm. oh we we make it online yeah uh, right no introduce uh-oh. more risk and it, it's a weird thing too because you've got Elder Scrolls Online that's not Bethesda. That's that's that other publisher and developer that runs that. I, I've barely paid attention to Elder Scrolls Online, so, so it's, I'm not sure. So I don't know if they're going to be able to use any of that experience since it wasn't done in house, as far as I I recall. Because that's the thing: if if they had done Elder Scrolls Online, they would have that whole experience now to put into Fallout seventy six. That's true. Yeah, I so I, I don't know myself. I don't know what they're leaning on unless they did, uh, unless there is some kind of behind the scenes sharing there. Like that's that's what worries me is like you said, you've already got well, a game that's full of bugs, and now you're adding <laughs> this online element that could just completely shit the bed. But don't, don't get me wrong, <laughs> I, I'm excited for it. Oh yeah, I have uh, I have a general expectation that it will be good and yeah, that it right. will for the most part work except it's it's that thing where it's not going to be fallout ass fallout yeah yeah i wonder um just like how much of a complete experience somebody would get playing that game completely offline yeah um if that's even possible if that's possible since yeah. it is always going to be on dedicated servers mm-hmm. so would, that's that's a good question um but i personally see myself playing that game and you know online trying to group up with a couple friends here and there yeah um, that's you know, take that's out a couple, thing. take out a couple of random people. Yeah. When <laughs> well, and that because it is, it's it's basically that's the thing that I I just kind of thought of with it is it's kind of a state of decay in Fallout because it's in a, a sense it's, from what they've what the rumors are saying. I mean the the trailers and stuff and gameplay that they've shown haven't really painted a complete picture of what the gameplay experience is going to be, but yeah, I, just they're like kind the of I mean, they're letting it be loop. that yeah, it's it's a survival 
simulator type of game with base building running around in a, a live online world with NPCs and whatnot. So it's it's you got like a kind of a feel for what they're doing, but without being explicit about it. It's yeah, it leaves a lot to the imagination. <laughs> uh, yeah, and um, when it, what's it coming out again? It's coming out November, soon. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's Oof. this year. So, well, which is good for them. Again, they did that with Fallout Four. It's like, yep, it's it's coming out this year. It's like six months from now. Oh, and here's Fallout Shelter <laughs> to play in the meantime. Yeah, they they brought up Fallout oh. Shelter again, which I thought was kind of hilarious. Yeah, I feel that like game I is still holding on. People still play it. I, I feel like I haven't played it in like two and a half years. Or oh something. yeah, no, I I had I, fun with it when I when I was playing it on my phone. Yeah, I played it on my phone, and then once I had my PC built, I remembered it and threw it on there and played that for a couple of days again because it's addictive yeah, as shit when you a, do fire it up it's a cool game mm-hmm. it's just like, it's just weird for me to see like additional announcements of it yeah. being on this console or that console now just like how we see skyrim still <laughs> but you know they, they said they have like 120 million players for it something yeah. absurd like that right so they're you know hopefully the money that they're making from that's going into fallout 4 uh, or I think fallout, I, fallout 76 I'm right sorry. um the scary thing that I saw today, just like before we started recording, is they're they're not going to have any paid DLC except for cosmetics, which is that's great. That's a, a yeah. good model. That's worked for that's everybody fine. else. That's like Overwatch. That's where they're making their billions. Fortnite. They're making their money off of that. But they're making a little bit of money. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> the problem is the Bethesda games have been huge pools of user generated content where are we going are are like they tried this with fallout 4 where they had this like store front where people could generate content and then sell it so maybe they're going to stick with that but they've got to be skimming a lot off of it if they're going to use that to pay for dlc is basically what they're saying Hmm. like we're going to have free dlc based on how much crap we can sell people on the other side which will work but it's just are they gonna screw that up again because they did every time bethesda tries to do paid content for um like these cosmetic editions and stuff it doesn't end well like it's the horse armor (laughs) in in oblivion that just still comes to mind investment ever still oh yeah i'm just kidding that 5.99 you spent on golden horse armor 18 years ago or however long it is now but you've got that combined with the storefront that failed when they tried to launch it previously because there's a lot of issues with it i can't remember specifically but i i guess thinking about it that's probably what they're going to go with and it could work but like i said if you if you alienate that that creative audience too much like they're going to be pissed they will tear that house down for sure i yeah i i feel like generally the reaction to to fallout 76 has been good yeah um the old cautious i'm kind of in the yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of in the middle there Um, i'm I'm gonna wait i will i don't know if i'll be getting on day one no um i'll be tempted to right especially if there's early reviews yes Um, that's the thing we got to see more to really get yeah and and, the hook set and you know they mentioned that it's not going to be some giant amusement park. Like they're not filling the servers with tons of people. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's not going to be like a total mess. Good. I don't think. Yeah. Right. So, well, and I hope there's like, I think that's a smart choice given the, uh, 
I hope the there's cooperative or cooperative servers too that you can get into, where it's not just like kill every nake that you see because well, we see how that works. Like, well, I think the thing is that you can you can choose to team up with people. You or can choose you to, can yeah. Just kill but that's them. that's what I'm saying is like I hope there's the option to not have a choice. Like you mm. can go hardcore PvP over here. You could have yep. a nice safe experience over here if you want to actually play the game and get to some kind of level of completion you know what i mean well yeah versus just constantly we, we have more to to find out about yeah. uh you know what exactly happens when you die i think yeah. that he said that you don't you don't lose all your stuff it's not like h1z1 level yeah yeah it's not this isn't like rust a, yeah this isn't a battle royale this isn't like yeah. a last man standing kind of thing but i mean um, those 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 are those like kind of you're thrown into the world without like a a competitive narration staple to it like rust it's like yeah you it's got base building and this that and the other thing and then um what was the dinosaur one too arc mm-hmm. but that's that's the dread that i get even considering that is like i'm gonna go through all this effort and then somebody's just gonna have a bug up their ass and destroy <laughs> all of the shit that i put together i will never play the game again like the, the I, day that I that don't happens, think that like, it's going to be that game. Yeah, good. At yes, least I hope that's not. that's my biggest concern. Yeah, we'll we'll wait and see. Yep. But uh, the setting, the you know the the size of the map is pretty impressive. Four mm-hmm. times the size of Fallout 4's map. Man, a lot of the uh, the enemy designs were were really goofy and yeah. and fun. Yeah, like the, <laughs> the which, giant mutated sloth was yes, pretty rad. Uh, so they've definitely got their <laughs> sense of humor intact. Yeah, and it, it's nice to see some green in in Fallout. Yeah. Well, yeah, because uh, this is like a different pace. generation too. I mean, this is right after twenty years after I think versus two hundred. Yeah, I don't know the exact timeline. I know it, that it is considered a prequel to all the other games. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, it's I mean that's great. That's oh. Fallout. Yep. I here's a game that I'm more excited for. Oh. Honestly. Um, Elder Scrolls Six. No. Yeah, I did. I didn't think so. <laughs> I mean, that's exciting too. But Starfield. Uh, you know that's also exci- I, I just want to wait and see what that actually is. Yeah. But um, and this this was not much of a surprise at all. But I'm really glad that they showed it. Doom. Uh huh. Hell on Earth. Yeah, I think they're calling it Eternal or something. Yep. But uh, it was it's finally it was just happening. a matter of time. Doom was Doom was my favorite game of 2016. It was a big surprise to almost everybody. Like oh, it is the. Doom's single player yeah. component is so good. I, I noticed that go I say single player. It. The multiplayer's it's whatever. Yeah, that was I. I fired up the demo when I first got my computer together, and it ran so great, and I was so excited, and then I never touched it again. Doom, <laughs> Doom, it just feels so good. It, yeah. it is like the perfect reimagining of of classic Doom. Yeah, it's got that satisfaction and the retro vibe that are so important. And again. That's what makes games good is when you check some of those boxes and and give you those good feels as you're playing. Besides just, oh, we got a massive open world with this big story and this all these guns. It's like, yeah, you still got to have ingredient X, and it's well, got it. it. It was just a really awesome mix of of classic Doom mm-hmm. and uh, and just like modern shooter expectations, right. I guess you could say. Because um, that is like you've got like the old like. <laughs> almost Easter eggs now at this point, gameplay tricks and stuff that they threw in there that, <laughs> yeah. It, Cause even in the demo, there was that kind of shit. Like, like the secret, like the little 
um, bobbleheads or whatever that mm-hmm. you can find. In yeah, the little dolls. <laughs> yeah, the little dolls. I had a, I had a great the time. fist bump. Like, <laughs> I had a great time a finding all of those. I uh-huh. went through and, and did the 100% in Doom. Ugh. And it, it wasn't a hassle. It, it was actually fun to seek out the secrets. Like, they gave you enough of a hint with the maps mm-hmm. as to, like, where to look. And it, it always felt fun to be exploring those, those single-player levels. And it was always exciting when there was a new demon type. Yeah. And it wasn't just because, like, oh, remember, you know, remember this demon? It's back. Remember that one? Remember this? Remember that? <laughs> right. Now here's two of them. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was just, like, always, it was constantly an exciting game to me. Mm-hmm. And I've been I've been wanting more Doom since I finished it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, one of the things they said is that <clears throat> they're... They're going to ha- they're going to have twice as many demon types in Doom Eternal, and I should fact check that it's actually yeah. called Doom Eternal. It's such like a video hey, game name, right? Aren't they all though? Yeah, but um, just to just to like play the current version of Hell on Earth is just really exciting to me, right? It is. Let's see, Doom Eternal. Yep. Okay. It's not just a random video game <laughs> name generator right. that made me think that. Ugh. But no, I I don't know. I've like I said, I haven't played it. I know the the core of it's good. Like you said, it's it's a it's a feel good game. So that that definitely piques my interest. I've not not been a fan of those kind of games, but it's definitely not one of the the genres I go to when it comes to FPS. Like I'm more more for the like. Again, always like Battlefield is my first example of what I look for in like an FPS experience. But then at the same time, I play Destiny, which is completely far and away from any of those experiences. Like it's so loose and and forgiving, but the satisfaction is there. Like popping headshots from way too far away around corners, basically because of the auto aim. It's like it's, it's just fun. This is stupid. This is good. Yeah, I mean. Say what you will about Destiny. I I like Destiny too. Mm-hmm. Um, the the gameplay feels good. It, yes, it feels good to shoot enemies in that game. Mm-hmm. And that's oh, and that, when, that when matters that's the number one thing so you're much. doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When it's when it's such a uh, you know a repetitive game in its nature. Right. Yes. And God, just it's the, important that they nailed that, and that's what's kind of keeping me coming back with mm-hmm. each DLC. I feel like they had somebody on the team that either designs like slot machines or lotto something because i oh, swear geez. to god like i wouldn't be surprised yeah there's gambling addiction elements to it that just like oh i feel gross sometimes but i love <laughs> it um the other one the other big one for bethesda there was besides starfield wolfenstein is getting its next iteration yeah, i guess uh, too wolfenstein young blood yeah because it's going to be like the his, 80s i think yeah with his two daughters his mm-hmm. twin daughters so. and it's going to be um fully playable and co-op oh as the twins oh, yeah that's that's fun that's just good clean yeah, i mean fun. all these new wolfenstein games have been great so yeah. i have no reason to believe that this will be anything but great as right, well exactly and i'm that's, excited for that i'm actually currently playing through wolfenstein too yeah so I'm kind of like I, I I'm hyped on Wolfenstein right now. I can't remember how far I got, but I, I it's another one that didn't resonate with me for some reason. I don't know what it is. It's the the gunplay I think was part of it because it it I don't know the the Wolfenstein that I liked the most was I think it was just Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Yeah, that was a great game. That it was like semi open world kind of big open maps and a long like 
kind of not story it, it, it had a story going on but like the the set pieces in it were really cool it felt like a half-life type of experience yeah where you're going you're playing through a like scripted environments and stuff but they're solid they feel good whereas the modern ones are just like yeah they're set pieces but it's a lot of just spray and pray like just fill everything with bullets and just run around as fast as you can it's like ah yeah there are some segments that that are much more open to you you know taking the stealth approach Mm -hmm. but um i don't know i i think it's a really well-rounded game yeah Uh, i think i'm really surprised by how good the story is true yeah the story they went really all in on it especially the last one so i like i said i have high expectations for the next one um i will probably check out the vr wolfenstein game that they announced oh yeah that well did you play the doom one the vfr i did i did and um i know it was weird it was a i had to i had to settle on a control scheme yeah because some of them are god awful like the warping uh yeah, so there's a couple of different ways you can play the game. You can use the the aim controller, mm-hmm. uh, dual shock, or the move controllers. The move con- controller uh, control scheme is like straight up broken. Oh no! So I feel really terrible for anybody oh. who only tried to play it that way. Yeah, it's a, it's you know, it's a short game. It's maybe yeah, because it's not. I think I finished it in like three to four hours. It's not the Doom game in VR. This is a standalone. No, yeah, it's it's got kind of a different a different little story to yeah. it, uh, different levels. There are some parts of other levels from, from the regular Doom game that you uh, that you do play in, mm-hmm. but it's kind of its own thing. Yeah. And I, I, once I kind of figured out, you know, how to best control the game, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, that, that being said, I probably won't return to it often. No. But I had a great time with it, and yeah. I'd, be, I'd be happy with that kind of experience from... Uh, you know, in the Wolfenstein experience, in the Wolfenstein, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Universe. Yeah. That's and, what it's going to uh, be another standalone probably. Yeah, I think okay. so. I, well, that's as long as the price is right, do. like you said, if you can play it once, get a good experience out of it for less than $20, it's probably close to worth it. But I don't know there is, there's a price point on <laughs> those kind of experiences. That's not a $40 experience it's, in my book. Yeah. Especially when there's no replayability. Like, the last one I played was that, um, is it Accounting Plus? The Squanch oh, Games yeah, one? yeah, <clears throat> I wanted that, to check that out. I think it was like 10 bucks or something. And it's barely, it's right on that, that fringe of worth it. Because it's really short. It's really short, and it's got maybe like two playthroughs in it, and that's it. Otherwise, it's fun to like show people, but that's it. Like, it's it's not a game to any extent. Like, there's, there's great concepts in, in there. There's great execution on a lot of it but yeah it's not it's not a, a game ass game like yeah there's no story there's no replayability I'll probably check it out if it goes on sale for yeah even, if even you can get it for like five bucks. five bucks is perfect i would say but yeah it's it's not a 20 dollar game at all <laughs> they uh they also announced a prey vr game that's right i haven't i didn't see anything of it but i did hear prey thrown around a little bit like yeah, there's a yeah. sequel coming well then, yeah there's yeah, there's the like some some big dlc coming out for oh, it. oh that's it okay um yeah i think that's, taking place on the moon that's late that's late in that game's life yeah have you did you play i the played new the first whew, I, can't, I can't remember where i played more 
because I played it on both PS4 and my PC. I think the PC was just like a demo. Like you have it. The like, demo like was the pretty first, long, like, actually. Yeah, it was like the first ten hours of the game or something like that. Mm, like an hour. First hour. I, I think was, you pirated Prey on PC, didn't you? No, it felt like more. <laughs> but that's again because I'm confusing the experiences because I played it on both PS4 and the PC, and I know, like, the PC experience was impressive because um, just in the ways it was better than the PS4, but the PS4 version also impressed because of how good it was like it's yeah. like oh man they, they, again they're they're really the, the consoles are not bad yeah i played the demo on ps4 and I, mm-hmm. I thought like okay this is the kind of game i like it's, i'm going to get this game yeah and then i i bought the xbox version and i was waiting for the uh the uh the xbox one x enhanced oh, patch to come yeah, out yeah and that was released the day that they announced the DLC. Oh, so, so now yeah, I have no excuse to get back into it. Yeah. Now I can load up the Xbox version and I, enjoy the it gave glorious me, 4K. That was one that gave me too many vibes of Bioshock. Oh yeah, like if, it's it's somebody else's yeah. Bioshock, and I, it was good. It was great. If and, they're not going to put out a new Bioshock, then yeah, somebody's got to fill the yeah. void. I mean, <laughs> we'll probably see a, a Bioshock announcement like next year, right? Yeah, I can't remember. Is Levine still making games? I thought he like retired or something. Ken Levine, because he was like the driving force behind that series. And I think there was something about that. Like after the last one, he was hmm. kind of like walking away from it or wanted to do something different. Something I don't know. Not sure. I'm sure no. there will be more Bioshock. Yeah, one way or another. Totally. Um, if we can jump into the 500 pound gorilla, <laughs> Sony, the yeah. the the queen of of E3. Because we, we haven't crowned our king yet. We've got a couple of strong runners. Sony, yes. They're they're a front runner, but they've they've got their limitations. I honestly I I just want to give it to Bethesda already, but <laughs> that's just I, me. Bethesda's Bethesda's show was pretty great. And yep. there's other things we didn't talk about, like Oh uh, yeah, there's like tons. <laughs> there's so much. Blades and the uh Yeah. The the silly Elder Schools Blades. The silly fake promo ad for uh you know playing skyrim on your fridge that's what that yeah i didn't watch that i saw something it's like it was a very special edition or whatever yeah Yeah, i'm I'm glad they're self-aware of that yeah good finally they they've never been in denial of it but okay it's one thing to call it out and you know be obvious about it and make your memes but are we going to improve on these things now? Like, <laughs> thank you for calling them out, but does this mean we're going to do anything about it? Or are we just making jokes at our own expense? Like, ah, guys, come on. Well, you know, at least they announced the Elder Scrolls six. Yeah. Um, Finally. Yeah. Moving on from Bethesda, which overall I thought they had a great show. Yeah. Um, Sony's got some heavy hitters though. Just like Microsoft. All yeah. their, 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 they're frontline ponies, whatever you want to call them. Their their top horses are out there, and they're at the line, getting ready to take off. Like Sony's Last of Us, Spider Man, yeah. Death Stranding. Oh God! Now this Ghost of Tsushima. Is that what it's called? Yes, I, I had to write it down in practice, but yeah, that looks insane. Days Gone is still kind of an outlier, but especially with Last of Us, like, ugh, that's another of those saturation points where you've got those, and then. Dying Light 2, like, got a lot of damn zombie games out there. So, interesting yeah. to see which one comes out on top. Or, I, Last of Us is a great narrative game, and that's what they showed with their trailer, is or their, their gameplay trailer and everything. It's This is 
its own thing. Yes, there's a zombie thing going on. That doesn't mean we need to show zombies and the typical what you expect. It's no. We're lost in the woods and we're going to try to sneak through and and see some really gory stuff yeah see some really gory heavy that was a brutal person-to-person like, -person stuff that, that's a brutal showing right and <laughs> but that's exactly what the first game was it was it was it was set pieces like that and but they made this one look like it's going to be a more consistent experience that like every interaction is going to feel like that there's weight to everything so hopefully I don't know. Like that—that's one of the things that frustrated me about the first one was the fact that you couldn't stealth the whole thing. That there were mm. like forced moments like this, and if they're building more of those into it, I just need to know going into it what well, to expect. So I don't think that I don't think that their demo of it really tells us a whole lot about the game as a whole. I mean, it it shows how impressive certain sequences can be. Yeah, and right. like I think it's one of the I I'm more excited for that game than than almost any other game. Like yeah. it's, it's at the top of my list. But um, and I thought that the demo was great. The, the story is going to be insane. It's going to be worth it just for that. The gameplay is set. I mean, we, we know I, we're I don't, on that I, side. I also didn't really need to see it at all. True. It's like I'm pretty much already sold on right? the game. <laughs> yeah. I'm not worried about it. You guys could just like show a little bit of it, and we're we're good. Yeah, like, we get I, it. I, I I really honestly have. <laughs> we're all committed. Mixed cool. feelings about about uh, Sony's press conference. Yeah. I'm, I I would not be able to uh I can't say that I would that I would say that they had a better showing than Microsoft Man. or Bethesda. Man. And if we disagree, that's fine. No, it, it I just wasn't really what I, I have was. no dog in this fight anymore. Like I've <laughs> I've my fanboy days are gone. Like <clears throat> I definitely like Sony's um package better, like in terms of exclusives and stuff. Like there's a lot more like God of War, like single player experiences that I'm fully set in stone with, but yeah, like I get it. I, I totally see where you're coming from. Yeah, like I thought their press conference was kind of a mess. Yeah, probably right. one of their worst showings. That's that's the difference too. Is you, I'm coming strictly from trailers and reveals where you actually watched the conferences and got through. <laughs> The, yeah, it was a, it was kind of a bumpy ride. Yeah, it, I mean, like I said, they showed off some of the most exciting games that I cannot wait to play. Right, but uh, the way that everything was presented um, was not terribly That's exciting crazy. to me. Yeah, um, it's funny though. Yeah, yeah, it's it weird. was a, it was an entirely different approach than than Microsoft yeah. or or Bethesda, I thought. And um, at the end of the day. I'm still excited about the games that I was already excited about. Yeah. They didn't really surprise me with a single thing, which wow. ultimately disappointed me. Yeah. You know, like, oh, Neo 2's coming out. You know, who's surprised by that? Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. A couple of cool VR games. Um, that's you know, that's a big, thing I'm I need a big to catch PS up on. VR fan, so yeah. I, was, I was hoping for a little bit more. Oh. But um, but I will keep an eye on some of the games that they announced. Yeah. Even just, like, that Tetris game. Yes. Looks ridiculous. That's, everybody's getting excited about that one like people that don't even have vr were telling me about it it's like okay yeah. this this struck a chord yeah that, that looks pretty we'll have to put that up on the big screens at yeah control oh man um uh <laughs> spider-man yeah no hype i mean well it's no like i mean said, like it's, it's expected it's like yeah i'm yeah, already sold like, on that and <laughs> they just they showed more spider-man it looks good yeah, right it's like I, I was expecting that you know kind of seen enough at this point let's just so sony's press conference was was uh 
everything was incredibly predictable. Yeah. Um, Death Stranding? Yeah, it still looks good. It's looking weirder and weirder and yes. better and better. <laughs> People are getting shitty about it already, too, though, saying, oh, walking simulator, Death Stranding. It's like, come on, you can't see that that's going to be a portion of the game. Like, like yes, that's going to be a, a component of it. But that if that was the entire game, like, no. Like, I, I there's, trust, there's no way. I, I, I feel the hype for that game. Yes. It looks amazing. That The tension, my God. Give me a break. Like, that's that's going to have more tension than Resident Evil 2. <clears throat> yeah, Another. Resident Evil 2. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. <laughs> that, looks, that looks awesome. And, I mean, they're doing it right. Yeah. Like, everything is... It's, like, basically, it really looks like they just went back to the original models that they used for the backgrounds. And, okay, let's fully render it and throw... So, <laughs> I got to say, I actually never played Resident Evil 2, the oh original. And I know I'm, I missed Dylan. out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but this looks like a great opportunity to experience, experience that story. You know, parts of parts of the yeah. Of you're Resident you're not gonna. That's that's an experience that you can't recreate now because yeah. the generations have gone past, and it's a shitty game to go back and try to. But perhaps, fight through with the controls. Perhaps this everything. will be a better way to experience it. Yeah, because the story, and if they keep it all true with the A and B story, it's going to be awesome. Because now they can paint in so many more layers, and already there's like new characters and new situations that are going to be in there that are I, that it's nice. I just hope that that rat's okay, right? <laughs> the poor guy. That was a really but cool way to start that trailer. Was it a rat? I, you don't even know. It could have been a, a head crab <laughs> or something, <laughs> some T virus infected <laughs> thing. But no, that was that was good. That was a, a fun twist that was, on that. Was an awesome trailer. Mm-hmm. No, that was good. I can't wait to play it on Xbox. But yeah, the, man, yeah, <laughs> I sound like such a fanboy there, right? But um, the gameplay, but yeah, it was it was it was like great. It was another game that they that they showed that is not exclusive. Yeah, no, but hey, it's fine. That Ghost of Tsushima, that one's very interesting looking because it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's a like every every frame of it looks like. A, a painting or a movie still like that was great they if they can deliver on all of that without it being too repetitive or just kind of yeah because I, I mean I if just, it's stuck I hope in it's, that the whole time it's i hope it's like not a, the next rise i don't remember rise that was a launch the, title for the xbox one that was completely gorgeous just like uh i remember now yeah very very simple gameplay mm-hmm. um you know hit X at the right time to chop this dude's arm off. And if this game is the same or similar, it might, yeah. you know, at its worst, it might just be like a really gorgeous, simple game. But yeah. I think it's just too early to tell. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, this is the first time we've ever even seen it. But but who's developing that game? I think, was that Sucker Punch? Was that theirs? Let's see. Ghost of Shushima? I feel like yeah, there's a good punch. team. There's a good team behind it. Mm-hmm. But no, they are. Um, they're they're one of those like sneaky developers where they like come out with groundbreaking stuff out of nowhere. <laughs> it's like you know they're there, but then they're just like, oh yeah, by the way, kaboom! <laughs> it's because they did Infamous and the Sly Cooper games, and it's like they've got things in them that are just like oh my god like how come nobody did this before but mm. i mean and their track rating is fair they're mid 80s but it's like something like infamous 2 or infamous second son mm-hmm. it's like that's a damn game 
Like, that was good. Like, graphics and story and the gameplay was the only place it kind of faltered for me because those games really pissed me off that everybody in the world has guns. I'm not going to use that. Like, how hard would it be to justify he picks up the gun and he can channel his powers through it? So now you're shooting smoke bullets that do something or light bullets that do something. Like, how dare you? How dare you? It's like, oh, is it, is it some kind of like anti-gun stance where he doesn't need to new, use guns, but he's literally harpooning people in the streets. Like, he's like... It's like Batman where you're like beating the shit out of these right. people in, in Arkham Asylum. Yes. But, oh no, he's not violent. Yeah, but he's, he's not killing anybody. No, this guy is literally killing everybody. Literally. But not with guns. Like, <laughs> guys, what are we doing? Like, what, what, what stance are we trying to take here? Like, give me a break. This is a weird segue because it reminds me of Batman and mm-hmm. Spider-Man looks pretty much like, uh, you know, Spider-Man Arkham City. Yep. True. And that's not a bad thing. No. It's, if you could combine... Spider-Man 2 with Arkham City, you've got a perfect game. Like, that's that would be I'm, great. I'm kind of surprised just how much hype is being is being pushed for Spider-Man. It's it is. It's it's Spider-Man 2 hype because that was the only good Spider-Man game that everybody can remember. And everything since then has been such a, a letdown. It's like, okay, here we go. One more chance. This is gonna be it. This is gonna be the one that, that redoes they, it. Did they say that they were gonna release like a Spider-Man themed console? Or, or, you know, PS4. I, I think that they're coming out with, like, a bundle for the holiday. I'm sure. They they do it with every big release. I mean, they had a Destiny special edition. And Kingdom Hearts 3 is getting one. Jesus. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3. For all you Kingdom Hearts fans out there, you know who you are. <laughs> I'm exhausted by that series. But I, I would like to play through the story mode in it just to see. Like, I, I get the nostalgia. I get the, the fun factor of it. Of seeing all that stuff mashed together, but I hate, hate, hate the gameplay, and I don't give a shit what everybody's justifications and whatever are. I, it's not for me. Like I really didn't I, like. I it. watch Kingdom Hearts from afar. I have yeah. not played them. They, they're they look they're fun action they look RPGs. Weird as hell, honestly. They're weird as hell, and the the stories are a, a lot outside of my wheelhouse anymore. But. I like the universe. I like the idea of it, the mm-hmm. concept of it. And it's a game I want to play through on easy just to breeze through it, just to experience it. But having tried it on hard on the last one that I played and just seeing how just one note all of the gameplay was, all the combat mm-hmm. was, is just like, no, this this isn't worth my time. It seems like there are a lot of fans of, of Kingdom Hearts yeah, in there. It's got they're strong crazy about fanboy, the series. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to try to jump in at Kingdom yeah. Hearts 3, see what it's all about. Yeah. Um, it's worth yeah, I mean, it looks, it's worth trying. Looks cool. Yeah, it's kind of funny how uh, <laughs> the 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 trailers, like sections of the trailers, look better than old Pixar movies. Right. Well, if you go back and watch old yeah. Pixar movies, if you go they, look at Toy Story now, dated looking, but mm-hmm. like it's like man, they like you are actually playing a Pixar game. Right. That's or, crazy. You know, Disney. Uh, we're finally there. That was a, a big thing that. For a long time, Toy Story was actually a standard goal for video game graphics. It's like, we want to make Toy Story fully live, like, fully playable, real-time. And we are. We're at that point, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else from Sony worth mentioning? I mean, those were the, the big 
big hitters, the heavy yeah, swingers I mean, that I was excited about. Not off the top of my mind. It, yeah. it might. My memory of, of of Sony's show was just meh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seen it. Seen I, I just it. I just cool. wanted I just wanted to see more new announcements. But yeah, again, stuff. they they told everybody beforehand that that's not what they were going to do. Right. It just didn't really get me excited about video games in general the way that yeah. Microsoft show did. I could see that. Um, they didn't. You know, I, I don't believe that they they mentioned anything new about PSN like. Oh, Black Ops 3 is available. Great. Yeah, big um, deal. <laughs> but, like, they didn't mention any improvements to that service, which I would have liked to see. Yeah. Or what, um, what PlayStation Plus is going to look like in the future. Yeah, I, I just would have liked to see more than than basically here's an in-depth look at some games that, you know, you're going to buy. Yeah. Plus a couple of announcements and right. some multi-platform announcements. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I'm not saying that it was a terrible show. It just It just kind of wasn't what I was looking for. Yeah. And well, it didn't have that boom factor for and, you. And, you know, if, it's, if it just wasn't for me, that's totally fine. Yeah. I'm still a fan of, of the PlayStation 4 and PSVR. Yeah. And I look forward to playing all those games. Man. Let's take a break right there. I'm going to go do a bio break, move my car, and then we'll come back and talk about Nintendo, some of the other stuff, and then wrap it up. Sounds good. Awesome. And we are back. Now, moving on to Nintendo... So, like I was saying, they they kind of do their own thing now, and they they don't save much new stuff for the pre- for the presentations usually for E three especially. But this time, I mean, there's a a good amount of new stuff that I saw. Like we got super inundated with Smash Ultimate. There's yeah. the Starlink that's coming. They're gonna get Fortnite for the Switch now, and then you've also Shocking. got a, a new Fire Emblem. So. Because, yeah, like, that was the the big one a couple weeks ago was the Pokemon. The Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Yeah. And it's like yeah. those, they didn't wait for E3. It's like trying to trying to scoop themselves like we kind of talked about. but Yeah, and I think that people had mixed reactions to that. Um, and I, I think that the people who were excited are probably still excited. And yeah. the people who were <clears throat> just whining about wanting their <laughs> legit Pokemon experience. Yeah are probably still going to whine about it. Yeah. I think it, I think that these games look okay. Yeah. I don't know if I'll pick them up. Yeah. Um, I've played plenty of Pokemon Go. I had to yeah. stop myself. I was yeah. just draining my <laughs> phone battery and, right. and spending way too much time with it. Oh, yeah. But I had I had a fair amount of fun. And I am tempted to see how, um, you know, like how much use I can get out of my Pokemon Go collection mm-hmm. in this game. Right. Yeah, because what I saw in the trailers so far, it looks like it's just a, a little zoo. It's like you, you bring them over and they hang out with your other Pokemon, but they didn't show them like actually then taking them out into the world and using them in battles or anything that I saw. I didn't watch it too, too close. Yeah, there was a, there was a little bit of, of that stuff. And um, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't particularly drawn to it, yeah. but I'm happy for Pokemon fans that will get something out of it. Right. No, well... Um, and that you hit something there too. Let's get back to that basic original experience again. It's like do a legit Pokemon Red and Blue like type experience now. Like with all the retro stuff that we were, that we've done that everybody's doing, it seems like a perfect time to really come out with like a new emerald, like a new yeah. kind of like top tier Game Boy style adventure without going into like full 
3D rendered, everything. Like, I think a lot of people are looking for that. You know, it, it makes total sense for them to put this game out. Mm -hmm. I should oh, say yeah. this, this couple of games out right mm -hmm. now, um, following the success of Pokemon Go, well, riding that out as much as they can, like from a business perspective. Yes. Well, and then being a mobile console as the Switch is, yeah. like that's a great use of that whole branding and everything. Yeah, it. I don't think that it was was necessarily a highlight of Nintendo's mm -mm. show, mm. Um, but you know, it was an interesting thing. They spent no, a good amount only, of time on it, actually. The only highlight of their show is Smash. Like, <laughs> that's the only thing they want you to come away with. It seems like, hey, did you hear about Smash? Like, hey, just <laughs> just want to make sure. Here, we, we put this bumper sticker on your car. Oh, it's on the inside of your windshield facing you. But, yeah, hey, Smash, don't forget. Yeah, they, they spent a lot of time on Smash. Mm -hmm. um, maybe maybe too long. Yeah, that's, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I enjoyed every second of it. Yeah. It's um, it's a hype game. I mean, yeah. it's it's another one that I can't stand, of course. Like, I swear to God, now talking about this, there's more games I don't like than like. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Ugh, I'm such a bastard. I... I Snob. started with uh, with melee. Like mm -hmm. I played a little bit of the N sixty four game, yeah, tiny uh, but bit. I never I never owned it. But I got really into Smash with melee. Mm -hmm. um, I played a little bit of that of Brawl on the Wii. Yeah, but um, to me, it's always been one of those just like throwback GameCube classics, like one of right. the best games on the GameCube. Yeah, and I skipped the Wii U, so I didn't play the last Smash. You uh, and everybody else in the world. Well, yeah. <laughs> But um, hey, there you I, could you could pick up great package mm -hmm. deals of used Wii U's with thirty forty games for like two hundred dollars <laughs> right now. So yeah, hey, I, I'm I'm okay <laughs> with this arrangement of them just remastering games, putting them out yeah, on the Switch. Right, that's been going really well for me. Yeah, uh, yeah I bet that's <laughs> and and with this Smash, it's going to be, I mean, realistically, it's going to be like a huge jump for me because I spent yeah. most of my time with Melee. But yeah, I'm, I, I am yeah. super excited for it. I. I'm not one of those people who is just like, oh, Smash is the only thing that matters about E3. But it's uh, it's really exciting that it's getting so close. Mm. And when they announced that every character in every old Smash game is right. going to be in here, it's, oh, it's insane. It it's, is. It's a crazy assortment. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> like, how, how are they going to pull off the balancing? I don't know. The balancing but, is going to be <laughs> an but, issue. Um, <laughs> uh. But it, it looks great. Yeah. It just looks super fun, and I, I yeah. can't wait to play it. That's That's the thing, like... It is a fun game. I think I I always wish... Like, I know they do have a pretty substantial single-player single, pl single player element to most of them. Like, there's lots of, like, challenges and missions and, like, kind of battle ladders that you can play through, but... Yeah, I remember playing some single-player stuff in the first one. Mm -hmm. um, I just... I want, like, an adventure game built off of Smash. Like a... a like a... Ugh, like a side-scrolling kind of adventure combat game where you do get to pick your character, but there's like a story, and it's like a goofy Marvel versus Capcom like <laughs> crossover universe story. Like something like that would be just tons of fun in my mind. Or even like <clears throat> make it like a what the hell game were we just talking about earlier? Like Kingdom Hearts. Oh sure. Like do that with with Smash Brothers basically. Like mm. do do more with this universe. Do more with this what what's there, what's available on the table versus just a straight up fighting game basically is what it turns into. It's it's sure. Couch couch Smash Brothers like what do you what do you call it? Couch multiplayer? 
I guess. Well, whatever you want to call it, I think that what they're doing is exactly what the community wants. Yeah. And they're just like, they're killing it with. Yeah, that's true. With just like expanding upon what what makes Smash Bros. at a core, mm-hmm. at its very core. Um, <laughs> Which is funny because they, they don't do yeah. it with Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like they sh- they've shown they're capable. And, and that's a funny thing that this is something I talked about a pot or two ago with music because that new a Perfect Circle album came out and it's like all I want and like this is something we all kind of feel it goes both ways where you want that first album again I, I want another Merida Gnomes I want another original album like with Tool it's the same thing it's like I just want another Anima like <laughs> like it's if they would just do what they were good at but you can't judge them on being a creative entity and expanding and trying and doing new things. So it's the same kind of thing with video games. It's like you get away with so much just repeating the core elements, like with the Metroid series as they've done, with the Zelda games, with everything. They sprinkle little bits, they change things here and there, but the core of it is always the same. And they sell billions of copies. It works. Why then do you stop and just decide like, nah, we're going to go off on a tangent with this other one and screw you guys. Like, what? which is it? Well, like, maybe. It's so weird, but it, <laughs> like I said, it works both ways. Yeah, and sometimes they, they can afford to, uh, you know, they might have extra teams or, or just a giant team that they can that they can divide into like splinter these things off and yeah, yeah. Where, where they are actual offshoots, but that's that's probably the thing is that like Pokemon, like Let's Go, it feels to me like a mainline game, but it's probably not. It's it's not like a, a standard release. Like it is no. its own separate thing. But yeah, like I said, it's it's frustrating that they do both and just kind of willy nilly. That's what it feels like. Where yeah, you you stick to your core audience with this one, but then everybody else throws it to the wind. It's like ah, I don't know. It's well, with, it's like a weird deal. <laughs> yeah, with with Smash Bros, I suppose we'll see what kind of modes are included but yeah. as long as they as they as they keep that core gameplay as tight as it's been yeah and i've heard good things about the the Wii U smash mm-hmm. um yeah i i think that i mean everything about it so far looks like it, it just looks great yeah um just little more changes of the same that and made. better and yeah um and every character eight. ever except Waluigi <laughs> i know right <laughs> yeah eight, eight player uh, battles are back. That's um, insane. They've made some cool little tweaks. Like if you're doing one-on-one, they've kind of adjusted the damage modeling. So I oh. think you'll do more damage in one-on-ones. Um, hmm. There's little things like that. Yeah. And like you pick the, uh, you pick the map um, before the, ca- no, no, after, I don't know. Probably. I can't they remember switched how it was. It so it's it's <laughs> one or the other. It's either before or after, whichever is is more pertinent to your strategy, because <laughs> that's what it is. That's what yeah, you're getting at. Is like I guess I don't really know what do, I'm talking about here. But you do want to use I, different characters on certain stages. They because pointed out the, some some minor differences that I think like the really high level Smash Bros yeah. fans will uh, will have opinions about. Yeah, um, that'd be funny if there was a setting. <laughs> For the order that you select things, I don't know which which goes first. It, they're just like so confident about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they have every everything that they've shown looks really great. Yeah. And 
I, I can't wait to play it. I'm not going to say that it's like game of the show. Yeah. Um, it didn't surprise me really in any way. No. I well, mean, I guess I guess I was a little bit surprised to see how many characters are in it. Yeah. But uh, it was It's kind of like like those Sony games, those Sony yeah. exclusives. It's just oh, here's you know I was already down, mm-hmm. <laughs> and here's here's more. And, and you didn't need to spend 45 minutes selling me on it. Like I, I get it. <laughs> I'm in. Like we're I, we're good. I think Nintendo's show was like 45 minutes total. Yeah. Uh, one just, one thing that they did, mm-hmm. uh, if you're you're all good on talking about smash oh yeah no um, i've had plenty <laughs> uh they but, surprised but snakes us but i mean honestly how could they do that no, <laughs> no we're done moving on <laughs> they they surprised us with uh with a couple things you know some things were leaked mm. but um yeah new mario party yeah which that's another lover to <laughs> love it or leave it like <laughs> it's uh that and mario kart like I just know I can never never be tricked again. Like I haven't had a bad experience with Mario Party, but uh, my you friend must Max have not has played all of the Mario Party. Exactly. Then. Yeah. He, like just the the bullshit dice roll of it all is like, nope, that's that's why I don't play Mario Kart is because of that. Because <laughs> of the Yeah, no. No thank you. I, I like I, Mario Kart. I wish Eight Deluxe, by the way. <laughs> I wish those were really good, fair games because they would be exceptional experiences but just knowing that there's the the dash of nintendo bs in there is just like oh man oh man you seem like a really big nintendo fan i could be i'm i'm (laughs) on the verge of it and it's like they they get me to a point and then they just it's like the 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 prank of somebody's getting into your car and as soon as they are about to step in you gas it a little bit and move up a couple feet like i feel like that's what nintendo does to me and it's like fool me once and and we're cool but the second time you do it double bird and i'm gone like i'm (laughs) i'm getting an uber screw you guys like i'm not the no i'm not in i think nintendo's killing it these days yeah, I they, think they make good quality stuff. Like, they've they've but, redeemed themselves from the Wii U. Yeah, well, the with Switch, the fan service alone, I I love them for that. The I Switch that is an amazing that. console. It's yeah, it's, I think it's one of the greatest consoles of all time already. Man, that's yeah. crazy. Because I mean, I mean it, it it is so good as a as a portable console. That's yeah, that's the, and the crux of it. Just the functionality of of being like the flexibility of it. You know, it it can't compete with with like. The it's new, not an Xbox with, One with X. Xbox One X or PS4 Pro <laughs> no in terms 4K, of just the, the sheer power. S- Sixty frames. No. But I'm <laughs> totally. It, it feels. I, I like. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I get. I get those like really visually immersive experiences from those consoles. Right. But uh, Nintendo's library for the Switch is growing rapidly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's really great indie game support on that, it. That was the only issue with it when it launched, and now the virtual console. Those are the only two sticky. Yeah, I was anymore. I was hoping to find out more about the uh, their online service and mm-hmm. and like they the plan to bring GameCube games to the virtual bastards. console. They, they must have something huge. Like when that does finally come out, it's it. I really think it's going to just blow everybody's minds. Like because yeah. it's it's weird for them to be so quiet about it unless they're really setting up something big, or they don't want to shit the bed so bad that. <laughs> everybody turns their back on them and burns the house down because yeah it's risky it seems like they're focusing on just you know improving their library Mm -hmm. putting out good games yeah um you know they just brought Fortnite 
to, yep. to the Switch. That's 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 the big that's thing please with the a Switch. Lot of people. The Switch is going mainstream. Like they're they're getting back into like they're for the first time really. Like they tried it with the Wii, where they had multi-platform games and they sucked at it. Well, now we're coming back into this new generation where yeah, you got Skyrim. It's like okay. Now you got Fortnite. Wolfenstein Okay, too. Wolfenstein. Okay, now, yeah, now we're talking. Okay, you, you've actually got a real console this time. It's not <laughs> It's not the little kid's toy. It's not the Game Boy anymore. Like, yeah, yeah. It is such an incredible portable console. I, it, it impresses me more as a portable console than as something hooked up to my TV. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, games look, I mean, games look great at 1080p. In yeah. general, they have some great-looking games. Uh, it doesn't feel like it's super far behind in some aspects, but... it's When did um, they learn that? Hmm? Was it with the... <clears throat> it's like when they went from the GameCube to the Wii or something, or from the Wii to the Wii U, where it's like when the GameCube came out, it's like... Or when the Wii came out, it's like, oh, it's two GameCubes taped together, because it just didn't have anything. Like, it, it wasn't a generational leap in quality and graphics, and still only, like, 480p... Yeah. And then, yeah, once you got to the Wii U or wherever the Switch over was, we actually saw, like, really good graphics. I remember seeing, like, Bowser for the first time in, like, 60 FPS and, like, higher resolution. It was like, oh, my God, this is, that's what we've been waiting for. Like, okay, so the Switch really gets that. And that's that's the thing. It's kind of a quantity over, or quality over quantity thing. It's not that we have these crazy graphics and we, we're pushing so many triangles and this, blah, blah. No, it looks good. It runs great. Like good. That's that's what we need. Like they're they're making fun games. For fun the games that look good, run good, port well. Because that's the big thing: is can you take it with you, and is it fun to play? Just randomly pick up and go. Yeah, it, sometimes I just like it's still shocking mm-hmm. some of the experiences that you can that you can just take with you on the oh, go. Man, I I would love to get one. Like I, I would like to replace my my Vita finally. Like that thing served me beyond well, but it's done. Sony said it's it's dead. Like they're not supporting it anymore. And I, I have no problem recommending a Switch to yeah. to anybody at this yeah. point. There's such a good just, library of games. Well, and the fact that they're branching out further than just their their core library because that's mm-hmm. that is that's yeah, was, the holdup again for me. It was a little a little rough at first. I mean, we mm-hmm. had we had Zelda, so yeah. Breath of the Wild, like I, that's that's a must-have. Like that's something I definitely wanted to play. Yeah, it, it was a you know it was like a typically slow start. Yeah, but um, oh yeah, but not it's abnormally a so. Release. And things have picked up quicker than I expected. Yeah, at this point, um, especially with some indie games, it's almost like oh yeah, it's a no-brainer to get the the Switch version if you have different options. Yeah, just that's, to, to that's have what that I started option doing with take it with you with the Vita. If there's an indie game, like okay, Vita, done because it is. It's it's perfectly suited for it. So Switch, same deal. Yeah, um, indie games. We got to talk about Killer Queen Black. What was that coming out for? Everything or? So they said, they said play it first. So it's kind of vague. Yeah. It will, you know, it'll debut on the Switch. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if um, it'll get ported. It's easy. Yeah, yeah, I I would not be surprised if it's just a timed exclusive. Yeah. But I think it's also it's also been announced for Steam. I don't know if it'll be coming to other, to the other consoles. Mm-hmm. But it seems uh, Killer, likely depending Killer Queen on how it does. Black is a that's a huge what deal. Is it? What is it exactly? Cuz Killer Queen is the big 10 player stand-up arcade game that requires a lot of cooperation, a yes. lot of teamwork. 
and a lot of people like <laughs> there's there's a lot involved in that so how does that translate into a game for the switch are we doing the same thing or is it a new concept it's, it's basically an expanded version of the same game okay uh it looks yeah yeah as someone who is <laughs> who has been looking at killer queen almost <laughs> daily I don't, I don't play it daily but i just like it's there it's and yeah it's there, it's at ground control yeah um we we had one of the first prototype cabinets and we we fostered one of the first killer queen communities yeah it's it's grown to be absolutely ridiculous right. and, and awesome <laughs> um it uh yeah it it looks like there are some there are some slightly new graphics has the same general look yeah um, a few new gameplay mechanics okay uh which are total game changers for people who've been playing killer queen this whole time really oh Man. yeah like like now there are guns oh wow yeah and um and there's like horizontal attacks as the queen. If oh shit! If uh, if you're listening to this and you don't know what Killer Queen is at all, right? Uh, it's, just it's, just go go watch like go a stream. Watch gameplay. That's, yeah, like that's a, the best because there's so much. A stream on, on Twitch would be the best way to experience yeah. it. I think because people are so competitive, and it is so intense. But oh, one, once you once you like get a taste of Killer Queen, it's it's highly likely that you're going to get sucked into the community yeah. and addicted because it is such a unique, cool game. Right. And this is a huge announcement. Yeah. It's, you know, for the first time, people will be able to play it without having to go to one of the, you know, small number of arcades around, across the country that right. has it. Right. And it's going to do great things for the community, I feel. Yeah, definitely, because now people can get exposed to it remotely and then find out, oh, there's a scene for this. Oh, and where are they doing? Oh, yeah, it's, like, it's almost uh, like, yeah. like it hasn't been fair that it's only available in some arcades right everyone has everyone deserves to, to <laughs> check out killer it. queen yeah <laughs> and uh there's some other unique mechanics i believe mm-hmm. um it's called killer queen black typically there's the uh yellow team and the blue team yeah uh in this game there will be like a top ranked team that is the black team mm-hmm. and they will they will remain so like there's only one black killer queen team oh they're the top they're at the top and this is real people then the real top team in the game yes uh so if they're beaten then the team that beats them becomes the black team and they're the top ranked team god and that's already insane and every single match that the black team is involved in Mm -hmm. is being streamed oh my god yeah so so it's really (laughs) It's a really interesting that's, competitive community feature that's being built into the Switch game. Yeah. I don't know what the methods of, uh, of playing it online will be, or well, if you can just, like, play it locally, like, kind of, from Switch to Switch. Yeah, what kind of belt management, too, for that? I mean, yeah, you're the champion. Does that mean you've got to be at it 24-7? Yeah, like, like, <laughs> you, like you have to play a game within, you know, this many days. Yeah. I don't know. They didn't really... There's, like, a challenge window or something. Yeah, there's a lot of stipulations there. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I'll, during Nintendo's show, they only, they only showed a trailer, but I read yeah. a little bit more about it afterwards. And, that's of course, our community is, is buzzing. Yeah. Um, Again, with the puns. It just happens, you know? <laughs> they just come out naturally. It's not intentional. Like, this... There, that wasn't delivered as a pun, but it totally is. Believe it. Uh, everyone's really excited at Ground Control because uh-huh. you know, of course, we will be hosting Killer Queen mm-hmm. Black tournaments. We'll figure out, um, you know, how how it'll make sense to 
bring that game into our community. Right. And yeah, we're we're terribly excited for it. It it was leaked a little bit before E three. Oh yeah. Um, so the hype started then. Yeah, but, of course. Yeah, seeing seeing the trailer was was a really really cool part of that show for me. Yeah, definitely a highlight a, of Nintendo's it's a, show. A big legitimizer for the for the game and the community to see that it's fully mainstream now. Like it's not just that niche crazy arcade game that people show up to have crazy battles on. No, it's it's going to be out in the world, and that's man, that's bittersweet because. When you have that little niche, it's nice, and now it's going to be exposed, and man, it's a whole new world opening up. Yeah, it, it's, it's exciting. Kind of, in a sense, it's kind of always been like our hidden secret at Ground yeah, Control. Right. Well, in other arcades too, mm-hmm. but like I said, man. we've we had a prototype cabinet so early, so it's kind of been like this semi-hidden secret, and now for the whole world to be able to to see Killer Queen and yeah. to hear like people finally figure it talking out, talking people like on other podcasts and stuff talking yeah, about it. Right. It's it's really fun because it's been such a, a personal thing, man. Very cool. Um, yeah. I was kind of impressed by it just because of the audacity of it. But Starlink was another one that they announced, mm-hmm. and it was weird because the trailer has some kind of anime-looking female character in a spaceship. Something's going on. She's getting like attacked or flying around, whatever, and she like sends out a distress distress call and a little R wing shows up on her screen and then you hear like slippy speak like, burp, 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 burp. like what what is going on like I figured this is okay it's just a new Star Fox or something yeah. like as expected and like no the the digger the farther I dig into it like the weirder it is like it's like an open universe kind of shared experience game online multiplayer with mixed universes where you've got people and the animals of the Star Fox and ships, physical ships outside of it too, that mount to the controller. Like you, you take your joy coins, you snap them into I must've missed that part. Yeah. (laughs) That's, that's what I'm talking about. This is why it's insane. Like you snap the joy, joy cons together onto this mount and they're selling R wings and ships that, have attachments. Oh boy! So it's they're going full amiibo with it, but that's it's, cool. If it's the game intense. is good, so that's the thing. Yeah, is is the game going to be good? And we're doing this again at the same time. <laughs> like you literally just killed off everything already. Like Disney Infinity is dead. The Lego universes is probably dead by now. Like amiibos are king, though. Amiibos are king. So Nintendo's got the the upper hand with all of this. So again, yeah, like you said, is if the game's good, I love the concept. I, I love the, the total concept of having real world items that transition into the game. So when you do have this ship that you attach to the controller and the fact that you can snap on weapons and then they're in the game. Every like, time you say oh, it, it's so silly. You're putting right? the Joy-Cons on it. Well, and, and it is. Ship. You've got this big plastic ship like on your Joy-Cons now. And it's just like <laughs> there in front of you the whole time. That's a little goofy. But man, if I was a kid, I oh top of my Christmas list. I yeah, swear right. to God. Birthday, Christmas, everything. This is all Nintendo I want. knows what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Like with well, the, the Labo stuff, too. That was a, yeah. a crazy thing. I talked a little bit about that on my last one, I think. And it's it's nuts. Like, it it just makes sense. 
but it's another one of those execution things like are the games good enough is there enough depth and breadth to it because price wise no but the idea that they can be further expanded on beyond what they come as and yeah the future of it is is crazy um anything else really big with nintendo besides those um overall where do you put them in the the running too (laughs) Ooh, that's, yeah. that's tough. <laughs> I, I am weirdly excited about Mario Party, and I know I shouldn't be. Yeah. Well, it's... But... Oh, yeah, <laughs> if it was just fair, that's the only thing. I, I haven't played a Mario Party in so long that mm-hmm. I feel like this is just kind of a... If, it, if it's a good game, it's a good opportunity to get back into that. Yeah. For, you know, the situations where you'd play Mario Party. Literally just, yeah, a party game. It's it's great. The, the promo the promo ad for it was hilarious. You know, yeah. It's, it's yet another Nintendo ad with with these, like, people. They're, like, playing with their Switches while they're camping and stuff. Yeah. it's It was it was kind of just there's hilarious. Are, at least theirs are goofy versus cringeworthy. Like, they, they don't make you feel bad. They just, they're, come on, nobody does that. Quit it. Quit it out. Can't wait for game night. Yeah, right? Uh, It's it's silly. (laughs) So, I don't know. know. Nintendo had a good show. Yeah. Um, I, uh, once again, like, I I come, I I approach E3 every year excited about finding out about new games for the first time ever. Mm -hmm. Um, And and seeing updates on, on games that we've seen very little of. Yeah. Uh... I had seen, well, I guess I hadn't seen that much on on Smash. I just had faith that Smash will be good. Smash will be Smash. Right. Um, I wish that we saw, like, a few more reveals, but it still seemed like a pretty well-rounded show. Um, more more Mario and Rabbids, Donkey Kong. Sure, why Which, not? Yeah, I mean, it I mean, worked last time. Yeah, that, that game's really cool. I'm <laughs> yeah. actually in the middle of playing it. But, yeah, uh, Nintendo didn't blow me away, but they also didn't disappoint me. Nice. So they are ahead of Sony in the running then? Well, I the so. more I think about it, like, I'm still processing all this, and I, yeah. I've been so busy with, with stuff at work. Well, that's the, that's what this is for, yeah. This is our I'm kind of just, like, dump. processing it right now. <laughs> so um, I, I, I see it as you've got Microsoft... Bethesda, Nintendo, Sony. I think that's Nintendo your, your and Sony order. are probably probably neck and neck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Microsoft and Bethesda were the most exciting to me mm-hmm. personally. Um, also, like you know, there weren't overall there weren't that many huge reveals this year. No, everything but was kind were, of expected. But there were a lot of a lot of good games though. Well, a lot of exciting looking games. That's the thing with the some of the others, the the also rans. There's good and bad in here too, but like I'll run through a few of them. You've got Anthem mm-hmm. from BioWare, Battlefield 5, which yeah, no big surprises there. There mm-hmm. was one when they talked about like subclasses, but Division 2, which I that, appreciated that they that they took the time to say that all the DLC will be free. Yeah. That's that makes me a little bit more interested. That's in, a big thing in on this E three is everybody's making big statements ahead of any kind of like drama. Um, <clears throat> Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. That was a cool surprise. 
that one, I mean, finally finding out how it's going to be set up too, because they had like closed door playthroughs and or whatever guided demos. So, Just Cause Four, which uh, personal favorite, like that's oh, really? a fun, yeah, that's a fun sandbox game that everybody loves. Yeah, I, I rented. Yeah, Just Cause Three. It's they're so cheap, like so soon. Like even if you don't buy it at retail, like when it first comes out, like within a year, it's twenty bucks because <laughs> they they know what they're doing. Um, Devil May Cry is coming back. That trailer was ridiculous. I, I've got to watch the trailer. I, that still. trailer was a blast. Yeah, actually, I've, I've never been one. a fan of the series. I don't have anything against it. I just haven't. Yeah, you know, there's only so many video games it. you can play. I, right. I think I own all of them, but but I, I haven't played them. But I still that trailer still managed to like put a smile on my face. Right. There's Team Sonic Racing is another. That's my Mario Kart. Really? Because that game was actually fair. Like, I played Transformed <laughs> on my I, I can't argue with PS3 you because I, I haven't played it. <laughs> no, no. It's it's good, solid karting. Like, one of the better ones that's ever come out. Like, it's up there with, like, Crash. Is that a bullet point on the back? Solid karting? Yes. The, the most solid karting. Like, it's... Oh, I love those games. <laughs> um, Satisfactory was one that I saw just last night. Super weird. It's like No Man's Sky, but factory building. It's weird. Huh. Like you're the whole, it's like a sim game, basically like Sim City, but you're building a factory. And then the other crazy one was uh, there's a new Fist of the North Star game. <laughs> like the, one of the most bonkers PS2 games, I think ever released PS2 or three. So that's finally getting a sequel, but oh, like those, those are the crazy ones that jumped out at me. Um, but yeah, Rolling back up the list, Anthem. you have any thoughts on Anthem? I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, yeah? I feel like this could be the end of Bioware. If oh, they no. Don't, if they don't nail the landing on this, like, it's hyper-ambitious. They're going after Destiny's Nut. Hard, hardcore going for Destiny's Nut in this. Yeah. But they, so far, don't show any of, like, the satisfying aspects of other games. I mean, they did show numbers flying off of enemies. There's when you numbers flying them. off enemies, which I do like. Big numbers. Other people don't. But it's just like you're in your Iron Man suit and you're just <laughs> spraying bullets at stuff until it goes away. It's like, I, I don't yeah. know. This is. We need to see more still. Yes. Definitely I, more to be seen. I, I can't say that it looked bad, no. but it just didn't really. It doesn't have that set uh, hook hook setting thing that it's like oh yeah now I'm in like it it no yeah it's it, just, it just it continues to look good and mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what to think of it overall yet but yeah I just I kind of feel I'm like, glad that they showed more of it yeah I feel like they should have focused it more on the classic Bioware experience plus co op mm-hmm. versus making it an online multiplayer or whatever their kind of direction is with it. Like, I feel right. like it's a little heavy on, on that direction where that's not their specialty. That's not what you're, you're good at and known for back to the Nintendo example of appeasing your core while adding and being dynamic, but battlefield five getting back on board just tentatively. Like I'm, I'm putting a foot on the, the step to get on the train because they announced that you're going to have, much more dynamic um, customization of the the classes. So now you can be a sniper or scout class with those abilities and use a wider variety of guns. You're not stuck with a rifle and a pistol. I'm okay with that. That's Yes, please. 
because God, I nothing would please me more than being able to be an assault class with ammo and shit on my back and a sniper rifle or a heavy machine, like whatever kind of mix that you want versus what you're forced into. Like, thank you. <laughs> so kind of back on board with that. Their trailers are such garbage because they're trying to just give you the flash and bang of like a call of duty, like mission or something. I, I don't know. Right. And then single player, please just stop. <laughs> just give me a 30 or $40 battlefield core experience. And then you can do a sideline game later or DLC or something with your, your single did player. They, did they talk about DLC? I feel like I, I'm it's imagining. Okay. Yes, so they're, that's they're what I thought they said. DLC and then I was just thinking about it just now. Like now nah, they wouldn't do that, but how are they going to like supplement and be able to do that though? Like they're only saying that because they don't want it to be battlefront too. They don't want to go through that nightmare again. There's no loot crates. No, uh, no loot crates and no DLC. We're not going to make you pay for any DLC. So how are you going to make that extra money that you're so concerned with? Because that's what they need. That's why those things exist. They need money after the fact. They need long-term payback, not just initial sales. Yeah, that's a good question. Because Bethesda came out and said, like, yeah, they're going to have I, I would rather give custom them... content, like whatever, decorations yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, I, I'd rather give them the opportunity to <laughs> to say, here's what we, you know, here's the compromise, basically. Yes. Uh, and and have all that DLC because that's so often a barrier for me. You know, I'll get really into a game at launch. Other games will come out mm -hmm. and then I'll, I'll want to go back to, you know, Battlefield 1, for example. Right. And then there's all this extra DLC and behind a paywall. Yep. And now um, there's be a little nobody bit more on the existing inviting. maps. Yeah, it'll be a little bit more inviting for, for people like me that take large breaks yeah. from, uh, from online shooters. Mm -hmm. um, well, that's yeah, weird. We'll, we'll see. Like the... The ship is sailing quickly on Destiny now again because initially when the game launched without the DLC, the main storyline content was very slim, but it's still you've got the the world to run around in and do miscellaneous. But when the DLC came out, <clears throat> it splintered everything immediately because now that I bought the game late, there's two DLC packs that are already out. I have neither of them. Well, that's where everybody is. And everybody's 10 levels higher than me. So when we try to do co-op, it's like, I can't go on their missions. They can go on mine. And then they're overpowered as shit. It's like, it, it doesn't balance. It doesn't like adjust it up to their level. It keeps it at your level. So literally like they can just one shot every enemy throughout the, the match. And like, it's, yeah. it's weird. So excited to see how that develops. Division two is on my list because that was the worst fakest ass gameplay playthrough thing ever. Be just the, the garbage oh, yeah. fake kind of like voiceover. Like that's what they did for the first division. That's what they all do for these games <laughs> that have co-op built into it is this fake ass chatter that it's just shit that nobody says like, let's ever. check it out. Yeah. Let's all die. Hey, I'm going to throw this thing over here. You go around that way over there. Oh, I'm over there. But this guy, and the whole time there's like a heavy enemy just like wandering around in front of him. <laughs> Nobody's calling it out. Nobody's looking at him. Like the guy literally like shoots a couple of like one shotter guys over on the right side. The tank is like just sauntering past him, lighting up his buddies, like straight to his left in his peripheral in, in the screen view. No, I'm just going to ignore that and go this way. What? 
and then does some other shit five minutes later turns back around and like okay now let's go after the the tank that's over here like no what like it's so so I awful wish they had just went all the way into it and you could like hear them like chewing on chips and stuff right please <laughs> like just go in like uh shit this guy got me um, no i'm over here i need to revive hey where you at Nope, shit, I'm just going to respawn. Like, How long is it going to take me to get a new goddamn assault rifle? Right? I swear to God, I've been working on this stupid thing, and oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> shit, that was work. They just texted me. i gotta, I got to get off in, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, <laughs> much more appreciation I, like that. I, I, see, I see why they approach these uh, these gameplay demos, these trailers this they, way. They want to show a specific thing. It's just thing. not, yeah, it's, it's kind of distracting. So it's distracting from me just, like, <clears throat> looking at this beautiful game yeah um you know kind of it's there's it's kind of like triggering those those parts of my brain of like oh yeah that looks that looks like satisfying mm-hmm. gunplay or yeah um that looks real pretty uh i i kind of dropped off the first division a little bit early i think i think actually I never even picked it up or tried it i think actually uh the xbox one that i owned died like trying to play it <laughs> Shortly after it came out, I got oh, really no. into it. Yeah. And then I think, like, the power supply died or something uh, like geez. that. Um, so I had to get a new Xbox. It was just too good that for was that a old Xbox, man. Yeah. Oh. It, it, no no Red Ring of Death situation. No. It, it was a, disappointing to see, like, oh, yeah, these new consoles can fail. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah my division time was cut short by that. Man. But um, once I got a replacement, it, it felt like I was a little far behind all my friends and that again yeah that's i just kind of uh i i appreciated just just hearing the news about how they continued to improve that game mm-hmm. i was tempted yeah. to get back in when they they patched it for uh you know 4k support for mm-hmm. xbox one x but maybe it's, the division two is when i'll jump back in that's especially the thing. that's what i'm thinking especially is. knowing i won't have to pay for a season pass right yeah it's a good jumping in point now i think i, I yeah i really like this trend i just mm-hmm. want to see where they're going to get you yeah cyberpunk oh my god I'm legitimately excited about it now after finally seeing or hearing how it's going to play out, like what the actual gameplay style is. It's going to be cyberpunk, future, like gunplay, first person Witcher. Like that's, <laughs> that's the, all the, the taglines I could put together for it. Like that's me. I'm in like to have that deep, rich RPG experience with gunplay. It's like, like a hardcore I mean it is it's like Witcher Destiny combined like I'm in sold sold do it I don't know what it was about that trailer but the trailer's rad I'm not somebody who identifies as like a cyberpunk fan in any way Mm -hmm. but it it really drew me in and uh, it was a really awesome announcement I thought yeah oh yeah no to finally like see it all in action I mean because the the first teaser kind of spotlight trailer or whatever for it was intriguing but says nothing about anything now we've got some answers on what is this world we're talking about it's when like oh it? yeah this is blade runner like 100 percent. when was like, it first announced oh a year or more ago and it was that one with the it's like the it's like a female cyborg and she's got like big crazy mantis blades coming out of her arm She's like hmm. kneeling in the middle of a street. It's like raining, and there's like a bullet coming at her. 
It's like about to hit her in the face or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was that was the trailer basically. It was just I feel that like you could have very well just made that up. <laughs> I would have believed you. <laughs> just uh, a bunch of random things stapled together, but no. I, it, I guess I missed that uh, initial announcement. It was a very striking like imagery and it it resonated with people. It's like, "Oh yeah, we want this. We need this." And now again, you're getting more of that and at least it's a little divisive because people are seeing and picking on things that they don't necessarily like like one thing i saw was oh great it's generic future white guy in a coat and well no they immediately like came back out and said no it's custom characters like you you get to customize your own player this is that's good this is just a trailer guys like it would have been nice if they had like a if they would have done like a transition thing like have that shot with them walking through the train or whatever and it like yeah the character completely changing like reskins yeah because i mean just that alone would be cool for the the universe it makes sense you know but yeah definitely excited for that because witcher witcher 3 or wild hunt whatever it was was really good really solid but just it i don't know it didn't have is this cd is this cd project red yeah okay that makes sense that's why gotcha that's why i keep throwing that out there and it's um like that game felt too mean (laughs) mean spirited in terms of gameplay where everywhere you went on the world map everything was going to kill you like everywhere's a bandit camp everywhere's a this everywhere's a that like i just need some free roaming experience like when i play fallout I could wander around and come across a couple enemies here and there, but every settlement I go to doesn't want to kill me. Like, <laughs> so I, I didn't like that part of it. Like it sucked to go explore the world in Witcher. It's like, just run straight from town to town, run like horses going full speed, stay on the path. Cause you go anywhere off that you're going to die. You're probably still going to get attacked at least a couple of times, but yeah, I didn't appreciate that. So hopefully they, they correct that a little bit, but Definitely looking the game, forward to The game it. is probably still a ways off. Oh, yeah. Like, probably at least a year and a couple months. Yeah, that's that's a, a solid winter 2019. <laughs> did you notice, just throughout all of the all of the show, um, did you notice any games that are coming out soon that you're excited Fallout for? Fallout was probably the biggest one. Yeah. Fallout, Last of Us. Isn't uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake coming out in, like, January, maybe January 25th or so? Probably first quarter. Um, I'm definitely interested. It's one that I will definitely play. It's not like a must-have for me. Like, I was big on that game when it came out because there's nothing like it. But I am sick to death of Resident Evil games. Like, <laughs> after p- getting just peed on by f- 4, 5, and 6. Like, 4 did some great things for it, but 5 and 6 really... 5 is the one I, I played personally, and I've heard nothing but bad and then seven was cool. Seven was a great restart for the whole system. And now seven in VR can't be beat, right? I, I'm a huge I fan would, of that. Yeah, I was too. It, it was insane. But I really want to see if they carry over anything from seven, like if they actually tie those in, because that's kind of the it thing, kinda, right? It, Is it kind of looked like they were kind of bringing like an RE4 style to RE2? Yes, absolutely. But, but yeah, like, like, will they bring any elements that, of 7 over? Yeah, I don't know. because, like, the storytelling of 7 was amazing. And, I mean, 2 had aspects of that where the world tells you what's going on. 
there isn't like a, a big narration walking you through holding your hand. Like things happen and you figure out what's happening versus just being told. Yeah. So I I, I know they're gonna do that and I just wonder if they're gonna tie it in with seven. Like if that's gonna become the new kind of mythos at all. Because hmm. of the Laplaga, the bugs and shit, that was just so stupid. And now <laughs> I think we've got out of that because I without like spoiling seven, like I never got that far into it, but it is different now. It's a different kind of whatever you want to call it, development, evolution of the the whole strain that causes all this. I can't really comment on that spoiler free. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'll I haven't finished it yet. Okay. I'm really taking my time. I'm playing the entire thing in VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably would have finished a long time ago if I right. wasn't. Right. But I'm just like enjoying little um you know hours here and there. Of yeah. It. And really okay. taking my time. So I'm I I couldn't really tell you how it relates to the overall I've got story. To look into that then. Because that's that's what I want to see. Like that that was the stuff that I hated. That's what really got me out of it. Besides the the shitty gameplay, but <laughs> definitely interesting. Like I said, it's it's a a must play, but not a must buy, must own for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely excited for that one. Um, overall, just to kind of wrap everything up. Overall takeaway, we kind of already said. I mean, it was it was had a, its ups and downs, but overall, still an, an exciting satisfying e3 i feel like there are plenty of good looking games coming out yeah not not just like not in terms of the Too graphics many. but like <laughs> games that look fun right uh, from a variety of genres mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of overwhelming really yeah especially since i like i used to i used to limit myself to like one or two consoles and mm-hmm. i'm i'm all in right now with with uh with all three major consoles yeah. so it's like totally overwhelming to oh, me yeah. uh but also exciting at the same time right no it is it's it's there's a ton like, of cool there stuff are so many there were more games that i that i saw at the c3 that i consider like must buys for me yeah than in a while yeah and there's there's games coming out soon like uh what is it shadow of the tomb raider yeah shadow of the tomb raider is coming yeah. and that last one was really good i still haven't finished it that was another pc game that I ended up playing through, and it was. It was much better than the the first new Tomb Raider. Yeah. Much yeah. better. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it, it did, it did. I think, a better job than Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Especially, I at, like, the open world aspect of it. Like, Uncharted tried that, and it just, it felt fake and hollow again. Like, just tons of empty space. You're it looked about crazy. Lost Legacy? Uh, no. The f- 4? Yeah. Uncharted 4? Where it's just like, yeah, you, you made just a big like world. Just like some of those but open sequences. Yeah, and it's like, it's it's just fake. And you're you're still on rails. Like, there's three things to do, but they all lead to the same place in the end. And you got to do them all. It's like, eh. But Tomb Raider, like, actually was an open world. And you could go anywhere at any time and backtrack and do with the stuff. So Yeah, it, I, I love that game. and Satisfying I, combat and stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. It's just a great game overall. It was, mm-hmm. like, some of the best aspects of Uncharted... Yep. plus Zelda. Right. But also without being ridiculous. Without being like too expansive, it, it didn't yeah. it never felt completely overwhelming to me, no. so I felt more uh inspired to take my time and and do everything in the mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Which I did and I had a blast doing it. Man. I'm I'm ready for the next Tomb Raider. Yeah. No. It, if, I, if they stay close I keep to forgetting that, oh boy. It's, it's coming out pretty soon. Yeah, that's true. Um yeah, I mean there's like 
what do you so th- many games coming out. What do you think like your top three would be then? Oh, don't do that to me. Uh, just like the most hyped. Like, what are you crazy excited for? Uh, just like the the first three that you're going to buy. If they all came out today, what would you go pick up at the store? Doom basically? Eternal, which okay. is probably not the most popular answer. It's a good one, though. Um, but like, I'm craving more Doom. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. At least Doom. What about on Xbox? I, I would need to see a little bit more Death Stranding, but like that game, if if I knew a little bit more about the gameplay, yeah, that could be one of my top three. Um, <laughs> I'd it's say, yeah, it's so hard to choose three out of all these games. Yeah, well, do that. So on one cross platform, one Microsoft, one Nintendo. And for Sony, I would say The Last of Us 2. Um, hmm. <laughs> well, Nintendo, Nintendo, I'm, I'm at this point, I'm dying to play Smash. Smash. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, me and, and 95% of the other Nintendo fans watching mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, what about Microsoft exclusives? What's, what's your number one out of those? Oh, man. Because that's back to like Crackdown, I don't, Gears, Forza, Halo. Yeah, I don't, I don't know much about Halo. Uh, yeah, they did show anything. It's just yeah. like, oh, here, here's another ring. Look could, at that. Could be, could be another Battle Royale game. Who knows? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, no, it's actually the arcade game. <laughs> the Warthog oh, yeah. shooter. Yeah, the Dave and Buster's game. <laughs> oh, Gears 5 is also pretty exciting because Gears 4 got me into gears again wow. in a way I did not expect it. Wow. And uh heavy duty. I have high expectations for Gears 5. I knew it would be announced. It's not surprising at all. Mm-hmm. I want to play it really soon, but um you know, like I also want to say like Ori in the Blind Forest sequel. Yeah. Not a bad call. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Yeah, man. No, it's, it's it's harder than it it looks. I mine's easy though. Like Looking at the list that I've got here, like my must buys, Death Stranding. Granted that it actually develops into something, um, Fallout seventy six, and then I would say <laughs> Cyberpunk. Fair but, enough. But then there's also a, a, an extra spot for Just Cause four. Cause <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's that's the runner up. Like that's got to be. Ugh. Um, what was your, like, we talked about the best presentation and we kind of got like a soft listing on that, but what was the worst cringe moment for you? Like mine was definitely the division playthrough, like just garbage, just the, the chat, the ignoring things right in front of them. That was God awful. So fake. Well, um, Possibly the biggest cringe moment. And for you me. watched way more of the presentations. Oh, okay, than I so did. I didn't even bother watching the Square Enix one. Yeah, I, I had to work when it was <laughs> happening, and then basically I was told that it's not. There's no point in watching it. Yeah, uh, and there were some. You know, there were some press conferences that had repeat games that were mm-hmm. also shown in others. Yeah, true. Uh, I think that they showed Kingdom Hearts, and it's like so did Sony and yeah. Microsoft. Right. It's a little uh, weird. So there. <laughs> There was a moment at the beginning of the Bethesda con- uh, conference mm-hmm. where Andrew WK came out and played a song. Yeah. 
No, I'm not hating on that. No. I thought it was kind that's of funny. Fun. That's great. I think good, I, I don't tie-ins. I don't listen to Andrew WK's music, mm-hmm. but I, I think he's like a pretty hilarious and awesome dude. Right. Um, so I didn't have anything against them having that performance at the beginning. It was terribly awkward. Yeah. But I enjoyed the awkwardness of it. There was a, there was like a couple shots of the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> there was just like people with the most blank stares on their faces. I can imagine, and that that stuff. Like I just started laughing out loud, just watching god. some of the some of the audience's reactions uh-huh. to or like lack of like, reaction. Oh god, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> what is this press conference going to be like? <laughs> um, there, I, I bet I could pick a, a bunch out of the Ubisoft press conference. Oh god, um, but I kind of. I decided early on in that showing to just say hell with it. I'm just going to enjoy this ridiculous yeah, show. Grab a few beers and just <laughs> yeah, like the guy, the, the trials guy coming out in that costume on his bike. I missed that. Oh man, yeah, they they uh, they went for it. It was quite a show, but man. um, but it, it didn't end up being one of the one of the top shows. I didn't no, think. we didn't even talk about any of the Ubisoft stuff. I mean, it's, that's I, another I, we one could, that's I mean, we could, we could sit here all day. There's like, right. there's like 50 games that, well, that if we had the time, that, I would, I would love to talk course, about, yeah. um, that, that we don't have the time to, to talk about today, Ugh. but my biggest memes to come from it so <laughs> far, number one is Waluigi, of course, being yeah. left out, but now on smash as well, the, the snakes, butt meme is, it's going to get out of hand. Like it's already popped up too many times. I, I've been lucky enough not to. They're, uh, they're doing a side by side of his ass <laughs> in the the Wii U one, probably <laughs> like, versus, a, like a comparison. Yes, versus the new one. And Are there some fascinating differences? Fascinating in the fact that he got like an ass reduction somehow. <laughs> oh man, it's it's bananas because it it was it was one of the sillier things in the the character model. Anything can become a meme these days. <laughs> I swear to God. And I love it. That was that's my favorite part so far. Just the stupid shit that people pick on and cling to. But yeah, overall, I'm glad I didn't dedicate a shitload of time to it because it I I would have been just bored off my ass for one. But two, I do much more enjoy just catching up on the trailers after the fact. I love just seeing like a, a big long breakdown of Here's everything that was revealed and links to it, mm-hmm. I, as opposed to sitting through the cringe and the weird Andrew WK performances that nobody cares about. Like, yeah, like I, I hate feeling awkward <laughs> like that for for other people, you know. Sure. But, yeah. Yeah, I I love it. Like it's it was a a great in E3 in a lot of regards. Like there's again the the satisfaction aspect of it, like seeing games that we knew were coming but finally have more information on was nice to finally get over that hump of like okay that's what's going on Whew. okay i'm in we're good let's let's do this so you know uh i want to give out a give a shout out to beyond good and evil 2 that was true a, that was a good highlight from yeah. uh, from ubisoft's show i i remember seeing like a couple of trailers for it and just i'm not sold on the super aggressive monkey thing. <laughs> it's like they're like pushing way too hard with that guy with that character but sure it's a it is a cool world 
and I'm excited to see yeah. what they do getting back into it. Well, they showed gameplay footage for the first they time. They did? Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to go back and look at that. It doesn't tell us, like, a whole lot about the game, but yeah. it seems like a really expansive game compared yes, to the first that's, one. that was one of their big goals. I and it's, did it's, the, the, like, jumping back and forth with, like, the little Sky Pirate ships was, like, a big thing, right? Uh-huh. Like, Traversal is a big thing in this one, I think. Yeah, but, they showed a lot of a lot of gameplay footage of okay. like flying vehicles. Yeah, yeah, I need to check uh, that. And they out had then. a really they had a really good CG trailer. Yeah, like shockingly good CG. Yeah, no, it that which doesn't again doesn't them. tell us a lot about the game, no. but um, it shows their investment in it. They're they're putting money in this. Yeah, it they're, seems like we're getting a proper sequel. Yeah, and they're taking after all this time, goddammit, we deserve a proper right? sequel. <laughs> yeah, so no, that's 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 one that. I mean, the jury will have to be out on because we have to see what they can do with it. But it's in good hands. They're obviously taking it seriously. We're not just going to half-ass it. So yeah, I'm I'm optimistic about it. Right. If yeah, we just, if we if we sit here any longer, I'm just going to think of like all these right? games. No, that's it. This is this um, is a good point to wrap it. We've we've crested two hours. Well, well past that. So <laughs> it's plenty of content. Anything you want to say in closing? Anything to plug? I mean, besides get your asses down to ground control. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were talking about it's ground amazing. control, right? Yeah, like two hours ago, literally. Yeah, <laughs> well, here we are just like saying like there's so many games at ground control and mm-hmm. coming out on oh consoles. Oh, my God, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it is, it's, it's really overwhelming. A, it's an it's insane time to be a gamer. Like, <laughs> what, yeah. a, what a great niche to be in. Like, whether, it's, whether it's out at the campsite with your Nintendo yeah. Switch and mm-hmm. your three friends. Mm-hmm. Or playing or Division <laughs> 2 with your buddies and coming up with dynamic strategies in the middle of getting shot in the face <laughs> it's yeah or uh spending 10 minutes talking about some Snake specials butt. for the <laughs> for the smash Bros. characters oh my god um, yeah I, I don't know i'm just i'm just like really i keep saying the word excited it's just yeah. an exciting time for people who like video games because there's a lot of ways to play them yes. a lot of a lot of different experiences to <laughs> look forward to it's a bad time to be a gamer's wallet as usual yeah yeah <laughs> good luck with your budget kids yeah oh. um which is one of the reasons why i uh, appreciated the uh the mentions to the upgrades to game pass yes the the this game services are really yeah and uh, coming around they also microsoft also mentioned that they were going to introduce like a streaming service eventually oh, okay yeah they just kind of hinted at it they've been watching sony yeah what they're getting away with yeah so they're they're probably well, going to launch that a lot of pc stuff year. is going that way now too and there's huh. there's that's a big service thing and it just it it's all dependent on the internet and how fast that moves and <laughs> what net neutrality looks like in the end <laughs> yeah right <laughs> that's Oof. sketchy oh boy well yeah um Awesome. Well, video thanks for coming good, down. Right? What's that? So video games are good, right? Video games are amazing and terrible in all the best ways. But <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming down. I'm glad we could do a little brain dump on it and get it out of our systems. So yeah, now we seriously. can try to get back to real life again at some point and start buying these games as they trickle in, hopefully. Yeah. If you uh, if you live in the area, come check out the new ground control. Absolutely. You know, we can you can grab a beer now as early as noon. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we've got so much extra space and extra games that I just so feel games. I feel I feel really good about ground control right now. Absolutely, it's a uh, it's really exciting to finally you know reach our true form. Right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. This so, <laughs> this is my final form. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna keep keep making improvements. Keep uh, you know 
bringing in some new games, but yeah. we have a lot of games in there right now, so if you want to take a break from, from know, console gaming at home. Around 150, but yeah, you know, it's nothing to snuff at, but yeah. It's a few. Wow. Yeah. Bigger than your personal collection, guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, come, play, come play some games. Hell yeah. Awesome, Dylan. Thanks you for... Wow. Thanks you. Thanks Thank you. <laughs> thanks you too. Perfect. Done. Thank <laughs> you.